0: You know, in September, we start a new season. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
1: What is it, like season five?
0: I think so. And I really want it to be Pokemon Go, the season of everything Steven wants. Uh, I want Vulpix back in spawns. Will-O-Wisp move introduced. Um. I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything else and. That sounds it actually three month period of that, nothing but vulpix spawns. Oh. Sounds amazing.
1: Sounds hella boring.
0: Rude. Also, do I need to censor that?
1: No.
2: <laughs>
0: Give me <laughs> crap for needing to censor twice. Oh, the season of much disdain. <laughs> the season of Stephen loves it, but no one else does. Nope. Gosh darn it. You broke it. Uh, and the intro still going. Welcome to a new episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go PvP. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka Boy in the Woods, joined as always by Jesse, aka Rocket Evan J. Hi. He's mid yawn. And I'm mid <clears> throat lozenge. That might tell you a little bit of what happened this weekend. Uh, it is the week of. Friday, July 29th. Friday. 2022. I mean, if this goes up. Dates and time are irrelevant. They're a human construct and they don't mean anything. <laughs> I'm not late for work. You're late for work. I wasn't actually late for work today. Just in time. Slid right into the stand-up meeting. <laughs> right in time. Oh. Well, Last this this last weekend was uh GoFest. Neither Jesse nor I are dead, uh, nor have we ascended to godhood. So, you know, maybe, you know, pour one I'll out to for, work on that. Pour one out for the possibilities that didn't happen. Um, oh, I do also wish it was Friday. Bowling. <laughs> I really wish it were Friday. Uh but hey, people listening to this on podcast services might be listening to this on Friday, in which case, congratulations and happy Friday. <clears throat> Those people that might be listening uh, to this podcast before Friday include our wonderful Patreon uh, Patreon backers over at patreon.com slash Battlescience. You can back us in the dollar tier or more to get access to the podcast early, as well as the Patreon-exclusive podcast, the Battle Science After Dark podcast, where we talk about anything that strikes off fancy. Um, you can also back us at $5 or more and become a triple P, P cubed Patreon podcast producer. I feel you like always going
1: to go on a shirt or some kind of merchandise. P cubed? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do four def- letter P's and all connecting. P,
0: P P P P P P P P the the P of the circle of P's.
1: P cubed.
0: P cubed. Oh, yeah. Oh, I should... Oh. Here's your turn. The, N- the, the like, N64 logo, but it's yeah. PPP. Yeah. 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 I love it. <laughs> Write it That's down you'll forget it. Uh, you're right. I don't have my notebook. Parker, one. go. Go. Get... Oh, thank you. I just need to be able to rotate my chair there, bud. Uh, I need a...
1: Just save a random N64 logo on your desktop and you'll remember. Um... But please tell me more Mm. about these awesome people that support us. Oh, yeah, the
0: um, Patreon podcast producers, uh, including, but not limited to, next month, uh, Dolphin93, James, a.k.a. Jimmy Bo, a.k.a. Jim is him, Evo Stevo, Winston the Champ, Jamar, and Dan P, a.k.a. Sorov. You can become like our triple P's. By going over to patreon.com slash battlescience. That's B-A-T-T-L-E-S-C-I-E-N-C-E. And backing us at the $5 tier or more. Or you could be listening to us regularly on either YouTube or podcast services around the globe. When this podcast launches on Fridays at 3 o'clock in the morning Eastern. No, 3 o'clock in the morning Pacific Standard Time, 6 o'clock in the morning east coast of the us um yep that one we're going to screenshot thank you and we're going to go back here ooh 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 62 cp meditate nice let me unplug my wireless charger so it doesn't just continuously heat my phone up to oblivion i spent a lot of money on this phone i'd rather not it become a pile of dust you dig Alrighty, we have a handful of things as far as the news roundup is concerned. Um, not a absolute metric ton to talk about. I don't know if we'll do a specifically meta analysis focused segment. Um, but we'll definitely have some, some PvP move Pokemon stuff to talk about here.
1: Bicord. In today's episode.
0: Gosh. All right, let's get into some stuff.
2: Giddy up now.
0: This is the news roundup. All right. Earlier today. (coughs) Thank you for tuning in, Bowling Bacon. Have fun. All right. (coughs) On the docket, as far as release today, August content update, Pokemon Go Fest Sapporo. And Pokemon Go Fest 2022 finale, Zacian and Zamazenta return to raids, the bug out event, and more. So Pokemon Go Fest 2022 continues with Pokemon Go Fest Sapporo. It is Sapporo, Japan. Um, Give me one second. It is... uh, Where is... Uh, I need to know. Sapporo, Japan. What prefecture? Or Sapporo? Uh, let us see. What do you mean
1: by prefecture? It's like state. Okay.
0: But less like governmentally organized and separate than United States. The states are very separate in the US. I guess it's more akin to counties. I was going to say, I think that sounds like a county. <clears throat> yeah, it's more county than it is its own state. Um let's see. Uh oh, it is on Ah, so Sapporo is the capital city of the Hokkaido prefecture uh in the Ishikari subprefecture. Uh it is on the uh, Hokkaido, which is the northernmost, uh, largest city north of Tokyo and the largest city on Hokkaido, the northernmost main island of the country. I see, um, hmm. fascinating, uh, a little bit of a geographic lesson there uh let's see here so that is happening friday august 5th through august uh, sunday august 7th um so if you were not able to make it to the seattle go fest i imagine your benefits outside of the sapporo go fest are going to be similar you'll have specific uh raids that will be popping um an ultra unlock challenge And maybe a couple of specific Pokemon spawning to showcase uh, the GoFest experience. And then on August 27th, which is, let me see, it might be uh, Saturday, Saturday, August 27th, the Pokemon GoFest 2022 finale. Stay tuned for more details on the global finale event taking place on August 27th. It is a single day event. Not a two-day event, so mark your calendars. Make sure you have that day off. Uh, If you bought either a local community day or local GoFest pass or the uh, global GoFest pass, you will have access to the GoFest finale event.
1: With details yet to be released on that.
0: Yeah, so we'll see what kind of spawns we get, what kind of raids we get, what kind of... uh, Bonuses, interesting narrative plot line things. Um we'll have to wait and see what's going on there.
1: Speculative that the three featured GoFest Ultra Beasts will be in raids. Supposedly.
0: We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um also Shaman uh, we might she- see Shaman Skyform.
1: We already got that.
0: We got that as part of uh, GoFest. Right. But people that did the global Correct. got landform or regular form Shaman. They might have access. I, I would it's speculation.
1: Okay. Tinfoil hats out the ready. Yep. Alrighty.
0: August Community Day was also announced in between the last episode and this episode. Uh, Saturday, August 13th, 2022, Galarian Zigzagoon, the tiny raccoon Pokemon, will be appearing in the wild. This will be one of the f- first times Galarian Zigzagoon will be spawning in the wild.
1: That sounds right.
0: It might have spawned, like, once more. Or once before in the if wild. it
1: did, it was for a very small event.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe a three-ish hour window. it was not a full day, for sure. Um... That's gonna be pretty cool. We'll talk a little bit more about that a uh, little later on in the show. Sorry as I shift the throat lozenge diff around my mouth.
1: <laughs>
0: to my knowledge, both uh neither Jesse or I caught COVID uh during GoFest, by the way. Um I have a weird uh throat bug. Not not bug, but like <laughs> uh throat mucus thing i imagine is my body basically saying yo you haven't slept well in like three weeks what are you doing stop it Get some help so stop it Yep. Yeah. get some help exactly so we'll uh i'll just have to wait and see how uh how i'm feeling in the next couple days uh right up Coming Wednesday, August 10th to Tuesday, August 16th. So this is the event after Sapporo Go Fest. Um the next what's the next event again? Uh oh no, we'll talk about it. That's right. We'll talk about the next event very shortly. Um that is in July. Bug out. So this is the third time we've had a bug out event. That sounds right. The third rotation. Bug out, creepy and crawly. Or cute and cuddly. Decide for yourself when this event featuring bug type Pokemon returns from Wednesday, August 10th to Tuesday, August 16th. So let's see. One, le, one day less than a week. So six days rather than seven. Again, fascinating. Um, I think we'll see Charge Bug here. Vika Volt. Grubbin. Grubbin. Grubbin, Charger Bug, and Vika Volt. Um. Because those have been showcased somewhere. Data mind, data mind, and in the sixth anniversary image. Yep. Um, it is also another Alolan lowland Pokemon, uh, and they seem to be pretty keen on giving us a lowland Pokemon uh, within the last couple of events.
1: So another one that was shown was Pavilion, right? Which is a bug evolution. It's that Gen's Butterfree, more or less. Yep. The one uh, asterisk in that evolution line, though, is the Villian has 12-plus different vari- color variations. Yes. And it could work like Furfrow, where it could be based on where you are and how you catch it is how it appears.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry, let me take that back. It could be like Furfrow in the sense that you can change its appearance based on your location, but that doesn't make sense because Fur-Fry you, in the games, you can change its style based on which city you're in mm-hmm. as far as like its coat. So I think with the villian, it's safe to say it'll be something <laughs> where based on where you evolve it determines which appearance it takes on. Because it starts as a caterpillar. I forget its name. I think it's Scatterbug. It's either Scatterbug or Spupa. I don't remember which one
0: uh scatterbug is i believe the uf the pre-evolution of the ufo pokemon from galar let me check i believe um if that's what you're looking for
1: it's evolves from spewpa
0: okay and that's the butterfly. Second
1: form. It's the metapod form.
0: Okay.
1: And no, it does evolve from scatterbug.
0: Okay. So scatterbug, spupa, and
1: here's an image if you want to see real quick. That's okay. the caterpie form. Okay. And then Spupa is the this thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, interesting. It's got a beard? Something like that. Weird.
2: Mm, 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 mm,
1: mm, mm. but that's one that I think will also be part of the bug out event okay because it was also teased in the anniversary image Mm -hmm.
0: there is a small chance that that new NPC that has uh, an outfit that very much um resembles a lot of the patterns and stuff from the shows up, but it'd be pretty quick,
1: quick turnaround,
0: a quick turnaround as far as a new NPC, especially since we've only had uh, a re for cry free, um, for a short <laughs> while. So I, uh, yeah, I guess. <clears throat> um, Um. Yes, bug out. Um, bugs are okay. Uh oh. Uh, Genesect will come back with a new drive. Yep, the uh, last one. The last one. Hmm. Shell only...
1: drive is the last unreleased drive we have. We've only had like three. There's only five.
0: Oh. We've had electric. Did we have water? so electric water ice regular
1: and i can tell you one second okay
0: um <coughs> uh 2022 Pokemon World Championships event championships event the 2022 Pokemon World Championships will feature Pokemon Go for the very first time and we're holding an in-game celebration from Thursday August 18th to Tuesday August 23rd 2022 you ready uh maybe
1: normal shock burn chill and douse
0: Okay. Are we getting the last one?
1: Have yep, we had that's normal? That's the last drive, chill drive.
0: We've gotten normal? Yeah. Ew. Okay. Um not shiny. No. Uh we don't really know what the world championship event is, but marker calendars August 18th to Tuesday August
1: 22nd. How nice would it be if they put the top performing Pokémon spawns in PvP?
0: I mean, they could, but like That'd give us
1: give us the stun fist, give us the Nidoqueen, give us the trev, give us the Walrein.
0: That would be a bit excessive.
1: Give us the ligatong, more ligatong. That would be very excessive. I mean, maybe, but like really
0: excessive. Uh, don't forget because there are multiple Pokemon Go Fest celebrations happening this year, trainers all over the world will have multiple chances to earn ultra unlock bonuses. Learn more here, and it's a hyperlink, and I'm not going to worry about going there. Uh to see what else is happening in August, head over to Season of Go website. There's more stuff than what's there. Uh have you absolutely have you updated this? No, you haven't. Why are you relinking uh why are you linking because back to you, a
1: page that doesn't get updated? Because you clicked on it. It gives them exactly what they want. What, clicks? Interactions. Okay. Niantic clickbaited Steven. It was super effective. But
0: sure, it's like, if you see what else is happening. Oh, wait, nothing else has been updated since...
1: But this just went out today, so...
0: No, nothing's been updated since the blog post for the season of Go was released. When the season of Go was announced. What do you want me to say? I'm not a developer. I don't... uh, Just agree with me that this is ridiculous. Okay. Um... New anti-cheat measures, new enforcement of our player guidelines in terms of services coming to all Niantic games, including Pokemon Go. Learn more in this note.
1: You should click the note and tell me what it does.
0: Uh, It's probably something to the effect of...
1: To a to patch notes that were like a month old. We're
0: banning you more. Uh, Yep, June 23rd, 2022, an update on Niantic's gameplay policy enforcement. I was going to say, I've been hearing a lot of more... A lot more talks of people getting banned uh within the last month or so. So yeah, this is just an update saying we're banning people, I think. Don't don't be stupid. Play the game reasonably. Don't be Don't be cheating. <laughs> Uh, featured Pokemon in raids. Following Pokemon will be appearing in raids throughout August. Palkia from Sunday, July twenty third, J- July thirty first to Wednesday, August tenth. Shiny Palkia, August tenth through August eighteenth. Genesect with an asterisk and question marks. Uh, asterisk during this period, Genesect will have a different drive than it's had in the past. Pokemon Go appearances. Stay tuned for more information. Um, Probably going to have the chill drive. Um, By process of elimination. And then Thursday, August 18th to Wednesday, August 31st. Zacian and Zamazenta are being uh, put in raids. Uh, By the way, that is during the Worlds. And because they're the box legendaries for the most recent uh, TC, not TCG, VGC competitive game um they i it, it makes sense that they're in raids um these are supposedly the base forms, not their armored forms um so <coughs> yes
1: uh um, lessai
0: zassy zamazenta non shiny non armored base i forms. think
1: it's Fairly I can understand not releasing the shiny yet. The main series game just like literally got them a month ago. Yeah. Or no, it's been a couple of months now. It's
0: been a couple of months. The code that you and I got a while ago. Yeah, it's expired. It was like October, I think. It, it expired and I never redeemed it. Neither did I. Okay.
1: But the <laughs> reason I think behind that also is you know for a fact everybody would immediately transfer these over to the main games.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, technically you can. That makes sense. Um, that does make me wonder w- how long they'll wait to make it a lot more common.
2: Yeah, so, so
1: I'm not, I mean, kind of sucks it's not their armored form, but that's definitely going to be a spike in competitive, especially if it's something like, uh, they still haven't figured out what they're doing for Curam. Because Curium gets two different forms.
0: That's true. Uh do we Yeah. Well, there's Curim base form, which we have.
1: Yes. Then there's Curam White and Curum Black.
0: Which generation is Curum?
1: Uh black and white five.
0: Gen five. And we're getting Canto, theoretically, we're getting Canto Tour this next, which is Hoenn Gen Tour. 3. Hoenn Tour, which is Gen 3.
1: Next February. Yeah.
0: I mean, they might wait all the way until Go Tour.
1: Kalos. No, Unova.
0: Yeah, Go Tour Unova. There's a chance. Because
1: um. <clears throat> we also have uh, Zygarde to get to. I oh, don't know. That was Kalos. That's X and Y.
0: So, ooh, Zygarde might be a mythical for next GoFest next year's.
1: Uh, we, <laughs> uh, I don't know. So, maybe, I don't know. Hmm.
0: Um. Yeah, Zassian Zamazenta. I imagine we don't get the shinies probably until we get armored forms of both of them. And well, b- special moves for that's both the other
1: thing I was going to mention too. Is what's the chance? What are the odds that they make it mechanically like a mega evolution? What do you mean? They're are op- powered up forms. Interesting um cuz it is a held item in the games and they don't just ev- they don't just transform they transform when the item in this st- it's like magic the gathering and ter- and setting of terms or turn order the both of the pokemon come out onto the field it works like an ability i don't remember if it goes off before or after abilities because there's some pokemon that uh steal items or do fun item mechanics when they come out onto the field as their ability. Mm-hmm. I want to say it happens before abilities happen. So in Pokemon Go I would assume it's something in the terms of like a power up form. That would make sense. Um, because then that makes the ones that people already have in game worth something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah it would make sense to have it
0: either be a form change, like Hoopa, or yeah, have it be a Mega. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah, I want either one of those mechanics I'm not against at all.
1: Which um, would also be really nice if they revert for uh, the genies into some kind of mechanic at some point. Uh, maybe. But if they've done it with Theoxys and they've done it with genies, I fear at this point it's just going to be unaltered form, Uh, Zossian and Zamazenta here's the armored form
0: yeah they might be two separate
1: seems to be the easy way
0: yeah yeah it does
1: alrighty (laughs) Joe Merrick this is good as I only transferred my only Zossian and Zamazenta to go home from go to home to complete my go home decks where is he posting that? On Twitter. Oh, okay. As yeah. far as this announcement.
0: Yeah. Uh, mega Raids, July 31st to August 10th, Mega Bomb of Snow. August 10th to August 18th, question marks. Um, that's the bug out event.
1: Mm-hmm. Good chance it's Mega Sizor.
0: Yep. <laughs> Uh, August eighteenth to August twenty fifth, Mega Slowbro with the chance to be shiny. Oh, so by the way, shiny, Obama Snow. Shiny I almost
1: want to issue a challenge and see if anyone can solo Mega Sizor.
0: I imagine it's do, doable.
2: Not doable,
0: but do do-able. doable. Yeah. I mean, I would say go for it. Give it a shot. Um. You said Heatran.
1: I think Heatran, based on his movesets, either that or... Uh, Reshiram? I'm trying to think Firefang and... Uh... It's going to be moveset dependent for sure. Because mm-hmm. nothing likes Night Slash. Because mm, there's true. not a fairy fire.
2: Mm, right.
0: Not yet, there isn't. Someday. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah. Um there isn't a fighting fairy as well. Or a fighting fire. Why isn't there a firefighter?
1: There's firefighting. What are you talking about?
0: Blaziken? wouldn't that resist um Sizor. Uh night slash.
1: Fighting doesn't resist dark.
0: Hmm. Well, it's too bad we don't have Mega Blazeken because that might be the that might be the option to solo.
1: Yeah. I mean Charizard gets pretty close, but that's with uh resistance to the bug moves.
0: That's true. It could run running what fire spin.
1: Charizard Y. Fire, fire spin uh, fire blast or uh blast burn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh probably with the sunny weather we're having. <laughs> yeah, you get the boosted. Um but yeah if you can solo it make a speed clip of you soloing it and then share it yeah you want to see let's
0: see here and one of my favorites mega amphros from august 25th to august 31st uh no one will help me do them and so i will not get any of them done bummer Raid Hours, Wednesday, August 3rd, Palkia, Wednesday, August 10th, and Wednesday, August 17th, the Genesect Raid Hours. August 24th, Zacian, and August 31st, 1st, Zama (laughs) Zenta. Excuse me, goodness. Uh, Research Breakthrough Encounters for the month of August are Galarian Stunfisk with a chance to be shiny. (coughs) not dying yet. August 2nd for Spotlight Hours, so Tuesday... August second, Hisuian Voltorb, two times Stardust for catching Pokemon. August ninth, Nidoran, two times XP for catching Pokemon. Joltik, two times Candy for catching Pokemon. Uh that sounds like a meltan box to me. Um unless um Galvantula is usable in Ultra League. It is. Okay in which case you'll need all the candy you can get. So, I don't know. Maybe that's the spot. Uh, August 23rd, Nidoran Male. So, Nidoran Female, August 9th. Nidoran Male, August 23rd. Two times candy for transferring Pokemon. August 30th, P-Dove, and two times XP for evolving Pokemon. Guess which day I'm evolving Pokemon. Uh, Although I could use P-Dove candy for my Nundo. My Shnundo. Shiny Nundo. Uh, It will get maxed at some point. <clears throat> Quality of life feature: Incoming Language selection will be rolling out this month. Soon trainers will be able to change their language settings in Pokemon Go. Trainers will be able to play Pokemon Go in their language of choice regardless of the language used on their device. The following languages will be available when this setting launches: English, French, German, Italian, Japanese, Korean, Brazilian Portuguese, Russian, Spanish, Thai, 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 Turkish and traditional Chinese. Trainers will need to close and reopen Pokemon Go for any language changes to take effect. Um, that's pretty darn cool, especially if you're learning a language, um, to help sort of reinforce that new, uh, the new bits of vocabulary. So. Um. <laughs> um. Cool little quality of life thing that's taken a long time to come, but it's it's gonna it's gonna be here. So that's it for August. We'll have more details as events come, uh, particularly like very very soon into each event. Uh, they they are sealed tight as far as what's going on in each event up until like maybe three days before each event. So um, we'll have to wait and see the details there. Yesterday, we had a new feature rollout. Uh, daily Adventure Incense is coming to Pokemon Go, a.k.a. it's already here for most players. I don't know if there are still some players that don't have the Daily, daily Incense yet.
1: It's been really weird, but I think it has to do with Adventure Sync.
0: Mm, Okay. Trainers, we're excited to announce a a new incense that's coming to Pokemon Go, Daily Adventure Incense. Activate Daily Adventure Incense to begin and begin to explore, and you may encounter Pokemon not frequently seen in the wild. Asterisk there. It's not in the article, but I'm putting an asterisk there. Also, trainers around the world will be able to enjoy Daily Adventure Incense even if they live in rural areas. Daily Adventure Incense will continue rolling out to players over the next week. We can't wait to see what trainers all around the world will discover during their Daily Adventure Incense expeditions. What is Daily Adventure Incense? You will only receive one Daily Adventure Incense per day and can only hold one at a time. Daily Adventure Incense lasts for 15 minutes once activated. While exploring during this time, you may encounter Pokemon not frequently seen in the wild. So, the one thing to note here: you have to be walking well, you have to be moving for the daily adventure incense to be spawning Pokemon um also, the asterisk of you may encounter Pokemon not frequently seen in the wild, you may see Pokemon not frequently spawn or not frequently seen in the wild during this season um but that doesn't mean that the Pokemon that are spawning are not common right. Uh, Additional details you will not be able to use another incense while daily adventure incense is active the reverse is also true if you activate another incense you will not be able to activate daily adventure incense at the same time in order to begin using daily adventure incense you will first need to complete the associated special research which is basically just claiming the item this special research will teach you how to use daily adventure incense and will also reward XP give me one second I'm gonna sneeze here maybe. (laughs) <laughs> uh, there it is. Clear out the nostrils. Give me a moment. <laughs> Much better. Uh right. How to activate daily adventure incense activated in the same way you would any other incense first locate daily adventure incense in your item bag or tap the icon in the upper right of the in-game map. Um, uh, From there, swipe on daily adventure incense to use it. A blue fog will surround your avatar while daily adventure incense is active after use daily adventure incense will be removed from your item bag until the next day. How to catch Pokemon when Daily Adventure Incense is active. Wild Pokemon will be attracted to your location so long as you are moving. Um, so it's 15 minutes. It spawns Pokemon while you are moving. Uh, the other thing to note is... Um, Bluetooth-assisted items uh, or, or pieces of equipment. A.K.A. the Pokeball Plus, the Gotcha. Um and the Go plus. the Go Plus will not detect these spawns. These spawns are something you must uh you must interact with in the game itself. Um, as of right now, I don't know if there's a bug there or if that is on purpose. Um, uh, but just know that you can't activate this. Um, you
1: can't quick catch, or you can't uh have a machine catch it.
0: Yeah, you have to interact with it. You can
1: quick catch them though.
0: If you know the the little opening menu yeah, when leaving the encounter.
1: One other thing to add that someone had to unfortunately find out is if you do use these during Spotlight Hour, it uh-huh. will spawn the Spotlight Hour Pokemon. Yes. So um, I think the same would apply to any other event where the f- spawn is changed for a certain thing.
0: Um, community Days with the Another Raid example. bonus afterwards. Uh, I imagine so. Um So, um, little, the little, um, what is it called? Adventure incense, um, icon will appear on the Pokemon as you're catching them. Um, you'll also get a little notification as far as the amount, the amount of Pokemon and which Pokemon you caught with the adventure incense after the fact. Um, um, Let's see, I took a picture of what I caught. Let me pull that up here. Screenshots here. I caught 22, 15 minutes. Um, Probably the rarest thing I caught here was a seal. Probably. The rest of this is all stuff that I've seen in the wild recently. Um... <clears throat> there were two Galarian Stunfisk, though, which aren't super common as far as spawns. Oh, um, I should say Spoink. Spoink is probably the most uncommon thing I've seen. Um, spoink and Seal on my first Adventure Incense. Um, well, I've, I'm doing these during dog walks in the evenings, so I've only done one so far. I will keep an eye out as far as what I see um, for mine. <clears throat> um, as well as the daily adventure incense and daily pokeballs. Uh, if you have fewer fewer than or exactly 30 pokeballs, great balls and ultra balls, you will receive 30 pokeballs when you activate daily adventure incense. Um, if you have more, you will not receive any additional pokeballs. This is actually like day one, a pretty good quality of life experience um, for people that don't have stops and such around them. Um, it will reward items immediately. So <clears throat> um there are reports uh and confirmation that the galarian forms of the legendary birds, so galarian articuno, uh zapdos and moltres um are spawning off of this adventure incense. Um their spawn rate is what were you saying? Point so a. their
1: spawn rate is, I don't know if they've cracked on the spawn rate, uh-huh. but the flea rate is 90%.
0: Okay, so they are...
1: Akin to what it was with the Johto Tour and the Legendary Beasts.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, they are very much likely to flee. Um, Their CP and level seems to vary pretty drastically. Um, So there is a chance you can see a sub-Great League, sub-1500 CP... Of the birds, as well as over 22,000. Uh, a yeah, little under Ultra League. Yeah, a little under Ultra League for the Galarian birds.
1: One thing to take note here is that the all lose their elemental typing mm-hmm. and pick up Articuno gets psychic, mm-hmm. Zapdos gets fighting, mm-hmm. Moltres gets dark.
0: So they still get... Well, they get a rock-paper-scissors on top of the flying type, which the Cantonian birds did not have a rock-paper-scissors. Correct. Except for um, Moltres against Articuno. Yeah. Though technically Zapdos is super effective against both of them because the electric versus flying.
1: And now it's reversed. Both of them are good against Zapdos.
0: (laughs) Uh...
1: Because it's fighting. That's true, because
0: it's fighting. It's neutral. Is it not? Or no, because flying might not resist. Wow. Flying. What's up?
1: As we're recording, Spallock found it. Did he catch it? I don't think so. Not yet.
0: Is he it's posting on the Discord?
1: No, he just DM'd me.
0: Oh. Oh, Spallock right here. A friend had one. He didn't catch it, but he screenshot it. Oh, okay. Okay. So he sent a uh, copy of the picture. Okay. So Spallik saw it, didn't catch That's Or Spallik's friend saw it, didn't catch it. Non-weather boosted, 2385. Holy. That's insane. It's huge. What's more um, insane
1: is that Pokeball count, 1,000 Pokeballs. Woo.
0: Jealous. Um. <laughs> we should mention that the legendary... Galarian Legendary Birds are pretty lackluster when it comes to moveset. Also, they're Legendary, so their stats are jacked up, which makes them suboptimal for Great League um, and okay for Ultron Master.
1: Um, The one takeaway is they all have different fast moves, but two of the three of their charge moves are the same across the board in Ancient Power or Brave Bird. Yep
0: um
1: zapdos seems to be the optimal one out of the three with counter yep unfortunately
0: if um moltres got snarl which i don't know if it has in the main games let me i'm not sure we pull it up to seribi like i very much like to do Uh, Moltres excuse me goodness gracious Moltres, Moltres, Moltres let's go to Moltres can we get a Galarian form of Moltres please Gen huge that shiny is sick
1: yeah they're just their Cantonian variations
0: that is awesome moves oh it can learn gust it can learn gust (laughs) that's gross uh wing attack ancient power sucker punch uh after you fiery wrath which is a dark type move um sky attack it can learn via standard level up ember um it can learn incinerate oh boy uh it does not it does not look like it can re- learn snarl snarl, though it does learn payback via TM. Nope, via TM it can learn snarl. and it has payback as default and payback it learns via TM in the main series games. So.
1: There's a chance.
0: There is a chance. Oh, oops. Let me let me correct myself because there's actually Ida or um It's showing
1: both forms.
0: Both forms. Or it's showing specifically what moves um, standard level up, Galarian form level up. Oh, okay. So it can't learn Incinerate. That is for the Cantonian form within Gen 8. Um, but it does learn Snarl via TM. Which is awesome. Um, it also learns Payback. It doesn't learn Weather Ball. Um, steel Wing. Eh. And eh, Fly Hyper Beam Giga Impact. That seems to be the bigger. Uh, it can learn Shadow Ball via TR, which is Technical Record. I doubt we see it get it, but maybe. Uh, it can also learn Dark Pulse. It learns Brave Bird via Technical Record, which is another one of its moves currently. Or is it Sky Attack? It's Brave Bird. Brave Bird. So there is a small chance that it can learn Dark Pulse in the future. Um. So yeah, there's some really interesting stuff here as far as Galarian multrace um let's go to can i go to its the previous galar pokédex uh, i don't see uh i want to see specifically i want to see zapdos I want to see what else as far as fighting type moves it gets. So Rock Smash Break Break Quick Guard Thunderous Kick interesting. Uh, counter Close Combat which it learns here um, Let's see, let's see, let's see Ancient Power via standard level up. Nope, that's standard level up for the Kanto Form Hmm Can learn Steel Wing. That's kind of boring. Revenge Brick Break via TM Bounce. That's uh, fantastic. It can learn Payback via TM. Um, That would help it beat Articuno. Um, Stomping Tantrum. Not helpful. And then it knows Superpower. Is that correct? Or is it Close Combat? Superpower. Okay. So, Superpower via Technical Record. It can also learn Blaze Kick via Technical Record, Ooh. which would be interesting. Close Combat. Uh, it already... Does it already know Brave Bird? Yes. Okay. And it already knows Brave Bird. All three of them have And Brave then Bird. a Dark-type move named Throat Chop. You can learn that via Technical Record as well. So... <clears throat> Some interesting moves on the part of Zapdos as well. Um what's the better of the So Drill Peck via level up, which would make it absolutely bonkers. Um, counter and drill
1: peck, that'd be gross.
0: <laughs> counter and drill peck. And then um It was superpowers kinda of meh. Close combats, kind of meh. What's the one that uh, Machamp has that's the standard
1: Dynamic punch or of? cross chop?
0: Is it cross chop, I think?
1: Oh, it has both.
0: Okay. Whichever one's more ideal, I don't cross think it has. Cross chop for PvP. It doesn't have cross chop. Um, that's unfortunate. Ice guess brick break.
2: <coughs>
0: Which would be interesting. I want to look up Articuno real quick here uh, as fast as I can. No, nope, not the one I wanted to click on. A R A R T A R T Kuno. Um, A <laughs> R T Kuno. So it already has confusion and psycho cut, mm-hmm. which is great.
1: And then ancient power and brave bird,
0: which is not as great.
1: And then future sight,
0: which is also pretty pretty bad. Um, Galarian form level up. Oh, uh, nothing here is freezing glare, which I imagine is one of its signature moves. Yep. Um, nothing else that really stands out as far as in the game already, so that's a bummer.
1: Yeah, it's more of a support.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, huh, steel wing as well. Boo. That's that's not helpful at all. That's not helpful at all. Um, Yep, there's a couple of its uh, support moves. Um, Air Slash, interesting. Uh, It can learn Psychic via Technical Record. I hope so.
1: (laughs) Psychic type that doesn't learn Psychic? What is this? Yeah.
0: It can also learn Shadow Ball via Technical Record. That would be interesting. Um, Brave Bird yeah shadow ball would be interesting I think on two of the three is what uh what it's available on so um yeah it it's neat i guess um my thought as far as this incense is it allows for spawns in very remote areas as long as you are walking so fifteen minutes um you know what is it seven and a half minutes one way seven and a half minutes the other yeah um, i understand should it should theoretically give you enough spawns that you can complete whatever your daily research is. If you can't access anything else, the only thing is it doesn't give you a stop to spin to, to allow you to continue that streak.
1: Correct. And much like any other incense walking in a straight line or a circle is the best thing you can do from what I understand. So, like you said, seven minutes one way, seven minutes back the other.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Because you're not – honestly, this would be something I want to go somewhere where I have, in my personal recollection, no spawns appearing. That way I don't have an influx of things just crowding my screen that I could potentially miss a spawn from the incense off of. So, like going somewhere out remotely where there – I'd obviously want to have cell phone service because mm-hmm. you want to be able to see things still yep. but go somewhere that's less crowded and less like for us here locally, I wouldn't want to go to downtown North bend because there's already going to be a surplus of spawns on the main strip. I'd want to head out of town and go somewhere like on the Side trail where I know there's very rarely any spawns. Mm. Um, I mean, I see some
0: spawns on my, dog walk i see fairly consistent spawns but they're not always great
1: right but it's not um, like walking through downtown
0: right it's not like walking through downtown seattle where there's spawns everywhere so yeah there's a little less little less to worry about i mean not not saying that it's not worth checking anyway no uh, for sure like even if you are in a metropolitan area because theoretically the spawn pools will change with quote unquote more rare stuff We'll see or things not. Yeah, I, I like seen. The,
1: how the headers like find stuff that don't normally spawn in the wild, still sees 20 zigzagoon.
0: Well, 20 is a bit excessive, but you do see it, still a handful of zigzagoon. A Would you like to morning. know what I found today? Um, I'm pretty sure you posted it in the chat and yeah, you're a I little mean, salty about it. When are you not well seasoned?
1: <laughs> All right, so from this list, tell me what the rare spawn is. Rowlet, hmm. Mudkip, hmm. Natu, hmm. Rhyhorn, hmm. Swablu, hmm. Lotad.
0: I'm looking at the picture. None of these are rare spawns. Yeah. You caught 15 Pokemon, and none of these are rare
1: spawns. These are all common as hell.
0: Yeah. That's the second time you've said that. It's
1: not a swear word. <sighs> Don't tempt me with a
0: bad time. <laughs> um,
1: I'm a bit salty. Again. Like... I mean, but you only saw 15, and I'm thinking... And this is me fully sprinting. Like, I'm not just leisurely why walking. Sp- why are you sprinting? Because I'm testing to see if speed makes a difference.
0: Um, well, you saw less than what I saw just walking the dog. I so. know, which makes me upset. So then maybe you should just walk rather than sprint.
1: I'm trying also, different methods. Like Also,
0: one, knowing you, I don't think you're sprinting. Fast walking. <laughs> uh, That would be rolling for you.
1: You're going to have to edit my next words.
0: I love you, Parker.
1: Pikachu! (laughs) Uh, Whoa, the birds
0: are back! (laughs) Uh, All right, well, we have spent long enough on this.
1: Uh, I do think it's a good incentive to get people out walking. 15 minutes isn't forever. It's not a half hour. It's not an hour. It's a quick break at work. It's... Something you can do to just take a, a good example to take a break from gaming from GBL. Go out and walk it off. Go walk off a bad set. Yep. Um, I don't,
0: as a bit of feedback, if Diantic is listening, I don't want to see the 15 minutes change. Even if there's an event and you want to feature it, uh, I don't want to see the 15 minutes change. Keep it 15 minutes. Because it's you think a good time? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, change the duration of incense or lures all you want. Um. Keep the duration of this the same. Keep it fifteen minutes.
1: Do you think they should allow people to buy more of them?
0: No, no. This is specifically for getting out and walking for fifteen minutes. You know, not necessarily getting the heart rate up because walking's not cardio. Um, but this is of the main pillars of going out and exploring.
1: So, what do they do for people in inclement weather you just don't use it
0: there's not a whole lot you can do um, um the benefit is most places in climate, uh, it, i mean not yet at least with the climate crisis we are rapidly approaching most places aren't in 24 7 uh 365 inclement weather
1: how about um, a proposal People in the northern hemisphere for us right now in summer mm-hmm. get incense. People in the southern hemisphere get a lure.
0: Not um, everyone's on stops. That's true. That's the problem. Um <laughs>
1: put a blue stop on a
0: balloon. <laughs> I mean, I I like the idea if, say, you can put the stop on your house, um or you could place the stop wherever you'd a like. Fifteen minute stop. A fifteen minute stop with uh, roughly the same spawn rate.
1: Um, theoretically, I like that. Because um, that stops don't benefit just one player. That's multiple.
0: No, but in this case, I would I would be say it, to it'd be tied to one person. Okay. Um, theoretically mm-hmm. speaking, if this were to be a feature, it would be tied to one account. Be um, cool if
1: they could do like a Dropbox too.
0: Just I mean realistically you just change the requirement for this incense that says you don't have to be walking theoretically that's all you would have to do
1: so just pre-covid bonus basically or covid bonus yes for a 15 minute incense
0: um. yeah, gross. it's probably just a sinus thing cold gross um yeah i eh. how's it going battle room it's cool this feature but i and i do see some downsides to it but it is like if you took how pokemon what pokemon has sort of evolved into and the core pillars that niantic is trying to develop this game to this is a uh, like happy medium this is like if the Those two things did a fusion dance and formed one person.
1: I don't know if I'd go that far.
0: I would say this is the exact combination of catching Pokemon and going out and quote unquote exploring. Now, realist, like we could go into semantics of like exploring, like you're not necessarily exploring new places, like I'm I'm gonna do it on my dog walks, which I don't walk any different. I walk the same route, arguably sometimes a smaller route than sometimes I do a full dog walk sometimes i do a partial um so i'm not necessarily exploring i'm more retreading the same ground um you know i'm not the semantics of going out and exploring is like not happening here um sure but um i would say as far as like getting people moving getting different spawns per se. We'll have to wait and see how this plays when an event happens. Mm -hmm. um, And if you see the rare event spawns spawning during this in more frequency versus Mm -hmm. general non-event seasonal spawns that are kind of boring. Except for Galarian. um, Chompy boy.
1: It is also nice that they do show, if you find a shiny, it shows up as a shiny. That's true. But I don't know. I, I would consider something like Vulpix a rare spawn with how they've been treating it lately. I don't think it's
0: in the spawn pool, period, here. So I think that's why I won't see it here.
1: Oh, uh, someone from the Issaquah group did post on the. Uh, let me grab it here. The Sylph Road findings mm. for the spawn pool. Oh, okay. Of what's coming from these. Are you ready? As far as evolutions, mm-hmm. you have Luxray, Gengar, Alakazam, Houndoom, Hariyama, Venusaur, Flygon, Machamp, Ampharos. These are all things people have seen. Mm-hmm. Combuskin Charizard, Blastoise, Gyarados, Mamoswine, Cascoon, Zweilius, Amistar, Metagross, Swampert, Primeape. Clefable, Talonflame, Abomasnow, Rhyperior, Toxicroak, Silcoon, Gabite, Gardevoir, Shiftree, Beware, Rapidash, Fortress, Agron, Slacking, Altaria, Wigglytuff, Jumpluff, Lampident, Dugong, Alolan, Sandslash, Dragonite, and Pidgeot. Those are the rare evolution spawns. Miscellaneous rare spawns. Gibble, Esper. So, this is the first time Esper is spawning in oh, the wild. Interesting. Vullaby, first time spawning in the wild, I think. Fantup, Chimeco, Absol. Wait, Vullaby is spawning in the wild? Oh. Chimeco, <laughs> Absol, Archon, Jamangomo. Okay. Cryogonal, Rockruff. Okay. Spoink, Nosepass. Meltank Lapras. Spoink is considered rare? Interesting. Dedene Tyrant. Sawaddle. Odeno. Muna. Galarian Slowpoke. Spritzy. Inke, Aerodactyl. And Tortuga. Interesting. That's... A big list. Those are the rare spawns. That's pretty...
0: Some of those are very impressive and actually going to be... I mean, it's a chance of them spawning and a chance of them being... Good IVs. Yeah. Or at least being at the level you're looking at. That's, I think, the primary thing. Because realistically, some of those, the IVs you catch them at, are going to be better than the IVs that you can get them in either eggs or raids. So take what you can get. Um,
1: But that's just... RNG. It's all RNG. It's kind There's of impressive. There's no way to in, in, to like have weather affect those spawns, have where you're at affect those spawns. Right.
0: But you get 15 minutes of those spawns every day. Every day. Yeah. Guaranteed as long as you're able to do it.
1: Maybe one of those if you're lucky. I didn't get anything from that list today. Okay.
0: I'll report back. We'll report back probably within 14 days and see. I will try. And I keep...
1: mean, I don't mind keeping a journal of this stuff. Yeah.
0: Keeping the screenshots of it.
1: Because they allow you to. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, share this stuff that you caught. Yeah. Oh, trust me, buddy. I'm going to share.
0: Uh, share it
1: straight to the recycling bin.
0: Jesus. Zap! All right. Step back in time with the Hisuian Discoveries event. Uh, They're not spawning in the wild, but they're good. Can Ooh. be. Well, they're also not evolving just yet.
2: <laughs>
1: Comments from uh, Baloram. Also, don't be riding in the car with the adventure incense. Only caught one of four Pokemon with Golden Raz and Ultra Ball Great Throws. They had a Venusaur, but it ran.
0: Yes, if you're driving at highway speeds, things will instantly run because it recognizes the speed in which you're traveling. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: unfortunate, but, I mean, that's learning experience.
0: Yeah. Um, you're going to want to be, if you're in the car, your car will want to be traveling less than 20 miles an hour.
1: You as a passenger. Wink.
0: The vehicle will want to be traveling less than 20 20 miles an hour. Um theoretically you can do this while biking. D- don't
1: don't hurt yourself. Bike
0: while distracted, it is dangerous. Um can I don't person, have
1: can you get pulled over for that.
0: Um Does that
1: count as distracted biking? Cycling?
0: If you're cycling on the sidewalk, no. If you're cycling in the middle of the road, uh and required to obey traffic laws, yes. Yes. <clears throat> also wear a helmet. That's the law, but no one follows it and it's incredibly dangerous. Wear a helmet. Uh Hisuian Discoveries. Uh Jesse called it. Um I didn't think it would happen this soon and it's happening. Uh Wednesday, july twenty seventh to Tuesday, August second. Pokemon debuts, debuts of Hisuian debuts. Growlithe, Hisuian Quillfish, and Hisuian Sneasel. Uh they will make their Pokemon go debuts. Uh by the way, they won't be able to evolve just yet. Um I imagine it's gonna be a lot like Hisuian Voltorb or it's gonna take maybe a week or two. We'll see. Maybe the instant we have the next season, it might be the season of Hisui or something, and we'll we'll go from there. Ultra Unlock, Hisuian Discoveries Raid Day, um, Sunday, July 31st from 11 to 2 PM, a.k.a. Community Day Hours. Um, Braviary, a psychic flying, it's okay. Uh, I'm gonna boil it down there for ya. Um, raid Day bonuses, you will uh, increase chance to receive um increased chance to receive a candy XL from in-person raid battles 50% more XP for winning raid battles receive up to 5 free raid passes from spinning gym photo discs during the event and up to 2 hours afterwards Um, so this is actually pretty solid if you want to grind some XP for doing raids Hisui and Bravery makes its Pokemon Go (laughs) debut in raids Um, it does have a chance to be shiny which is neat um, do you want to pull up its moveset? Sure. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Ultra Unlock, Kasui, and Discovery as event bonuses. Friendship levels will increase faster than normal through opening gifts, trading Pokemon, or battling together in raids, gyms, or trainer battles. So your friendship with your other trainers will increase faster. Trainers can store up to 30 gifts until the end of the event. During the event, trainers can open up to 45 gifts and send up to 150 gifts each day. A.K.A. have fun managing all of that in a timely manner. Ultra Unlock Bonus Unknown S appears. It looks like uh, a flight wheel thing. It's kind of bizarre. It has a chance to be shiny. It's appearing in raids, So if you want to do one stars and see about a, a standard one in what's the shiny chance, like 300 and something. Sounds right. It's astronomical. Are you uh, ready have for fun with those move sets. Uh, go for it. Uh,
1: Glarian or Hisuian Braveberry uh-huh. has the fast moves Zen Headbutt or Air Slash. Boo. Brave Bird, dazzling gleam, ominous <laughs> wind or psychic. Kind of whack. Not good.
0: Kind of whack. Uh, if we got confusion, maybe we'd see some kind of interesting play, but.
1: Oh, Battle Ram had a in Articuno, but it ran. Woof. That's uh, rough.
0: Yeah. It's a very low chance of catch, so, like, incredibly low chance of catch.
1: Good to know somebody found an Articuno, though. Yes.
0: Uh, ultra Unlock bonus, Panpour will appear globally with a chance to be shiny. It's teal. It's kind of cool. Uh, But it's also Panpour. So, yeah. Catch a couple. Wild Encounters, Zubat, Ponyta, Onyx, Hisui and Voltorb, Tangela, Eevee, Porygon, Aepalm, Hisuian, Coalfish, Wormpole, Kricketot, Buizel, Drifloon, Bronzor, and Krogunk. If you're lucky, you might encounter Electabuzz, Magmar, Octillery, and Gibble. Um, I feel like we've talked about this on a podcast previously. We talked about it on the B-Sat. Did we talk about it on the B-Sat? Okay. Um, I'm going to say Zubat, Onyx, and Voltorb. Uh, Tangla to a lesser extent, Eevee to a lesser extent, since it's been around a whole heckin' darn lot. Um, Drifloon, Bronzor, and Crogunk, all PvP re- uh, relevant. Catch some. And Gible. Uh Octillery is incredibly spicy if you feel like it. Uh, Electbuzz and Magmar's evolutions are also spicy in Ultra League, if you're feeling up for that.
1: They're also good non-legendary raiders. Yeah, they're all right. Uh, uh, this is also the only, one of the few options you can find for Hisuian quillfish.
0: Yes, it's wanting in the wild. The other th- two are not.
1: Exclusive to eggs. Exclusive to eggs.
0: Um, one-star raids, Niesel, Roselia, Shinx, and Unknown S. Uh, I am unimpressed. Three-star raids, Chansey, Togetic, Curly, and Whiscash. Uh, don't need to do the Chansey. I don't need to do the Chansey. I don't need to do the Chansey. <laughs> Five star rates Dialga, because time. That makes sense. Actually, it's pretty impressive. Um,
1: well, Dialga being the first one, and then the following b- being Palkia. I don't want to mention spoilers in the end game. They
0: are re- they are related to the story of Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um,
1: Think Team Aqua, Team Magma type stuff.
0: Yep. Um, but it would make sense that Dialga is this portion of it because it's altering time and the Hisuians are uh, Hisuian forms are old uh, variants of Pokemon from back in the day so
1: Making in Mayday.
0: eggs hey by the way 7k eggs there's four Pokemon available here Hisuian Growlithe, Hisuian Voltorb, Hisuian Quillfish and Hisuian uh, Sneasel
1: only one of the four has already <laughs> existed
0: yes and one of uh, two of the four are spawning in the wild um, so Hisuian and Growlithe and Hisuian and Sneasel are making their debuts. They are exclusive to raids. The interesting thing is, as of this article, they are all the same rarity, at a, a one-egg rarity. Um, so theoretically, you have a one-in-four chance of hatching each of these. Again, theoretically, they don't publish the numbers here. They're just saying that they're going to be common. Um, there are no other egg spawns here. So, realistically
1: if you're going to stock up and clear out your event eggs or 2Ks or whatever have you this is a good chance to do that but just remember to not spin stops until you open gifts
0: yeah um also with a bunch of gift bonuses that's you know helpful the other thing to keep in mind is i believe from previous events uh where eggs 7k eggs are Im- as important as they are they actually reduce the chance of 7k eggs from gifts uh, from gifts so be prepared to open a handful of gifts before getting eggs.
1: And if you can, try to get ones that are at a distance from you for your locals to trade with. Mm-hmm. Potentially get a chance to get lucky.
0: Uh, field research task encounters. There's a lot of them here. Uh, the following Pokémon will be ab- uh, available to encounter when you complete field research tasks: uh, Clefairy, Paris, Psyduck, Magnemite, Cyndaquil, Sneasel, Remoraid, Mantine, Shinx, Plant Cloak Burmy, Sand Cloak Burmy, Trash Cloak Burmy. Ashwat, Petalil, and Rowlet.
1: How much you want to bet the Burmese research is the same and it's just a chance at one of the three? Hatch seven eggs. Something silly like that.
0: Yes, but they all share the same candy and we still get a guaranteed XL candy for trades.
1: But that's a what? One in five-ish chance to get the female trash?
0: Oh, to get female? Sure but you're still looking for a lower iv so you need to trade it anyway. Yeah. I'm more stressed about or it's more important to me to be getting the candy first Correct. than getting the pokemon or huh. getting the right uh getting We're the female still part with of the, a better
1: uh, guaranteed XL with trade.
0: Exactly. During the season now is the time to
1: get them and get, go. Get
0: them and trade. Get all that you need for XL candy and trade them because the trades guarantee an XL candy for that Pokemon. Yep. So, um, that is going to be my goal here. Uh, if I can uh, muster up the energy to go play this event, uh, collection challenges, event theme collection challenges are coming soon. Complete them to receive rewards of XP, Stardust and an incubator. <clears throat> Makes sense. Hisui cup. Celebrate Hisui by battling the Go Battle League using Pokemon from the Hisui region. Pokemon must be at or below 1500 CP to enter. Only Pokemon first discovered in the Hisui region or Pokemon with a Pokedex number from 387 to 493 will be allowed. Um, I have not checked Pokémon. Also known horse.
1: as Ho- Hoenn. Yes. Or sorry, um, Sinnoh. Rankings. It's Sinnoh Cup version 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh,
0: Lucario, Pachirisu, Bastiodon, Sneasler. Uh, Even though that's not guaranteed as far as evolution. So Sneasler is ranked 4, though it's not guaranteed to be in the game. Abomasnow, Drapion, Abomasnow, Shadow, Cresselia, Electrode, Hisuian, which is in the game. Munchlax. Lickalickie. Luxray Shadow, Gastrodon, Frostlass, Magnezone, Electivire, Wormadam, Trash, Toxicroak, Magnezone, Luxray. There's some electric types, there's some fighters, and there's some other interesting stuff. So, the Bastiodon Cup, it is. (laughs) I'm interested. I'm down to play a couple sets of this. Uh, I aim to play a little bit on Thursday evening. And doing a um, Steven sports bot because there's a whole lot of sports news um, to talk about that I want to talk about. So, Parker, no, not right now. Lay down. Lay down for me, bud. Um, is that all of it? Almost. Suey so Cup. So, that's an interesting sort of twist. Again, they haven't announced that the evolutions of Growlithe um quillfish and sneasel are being released there is a chance but again no confirmation so that will sort of change how the pvp sort of shakes up so galarian zigzagoon set your calendars for saturday august 13th uh from 11 a.m to 2 p.m local uh glarian zig will be spawning in the wild obstagoon will get the move obstruct um in trainer battles it is a 15 power and guaranteed to increase the user's defense and lower the opponent's defense uh we don't know what the energy requirement is so we will wait to do a further uh deep dive on this until we get more information um should be cool Um. Yes. Okay, the big bad topic that we are both recovering from at this point. Um, Pokemon Go Fest Seattle. If you want to have it be as epic as Jesse said, um, <laughs> the article that was posted today. Today. July 26, 2022. Thanks for an awesome Pokemon Go Fest, Seattle. Trainers, thank you so much for joining the second in-person Pokemon Go Fest event of the year. This past weekend, tons of trainers gathered to explore Seattle Center and the wider wider city of Seattle. Here's just a small sample of what they accomplished. Trainers caught over 17 million Pokemon. Trainers collectively explored over 618,000 kilometers. Using Campfire, trainers lit over uh 57,000 total flares to signal ne- to nearby players where to find some fun. Four real-world habitats came to life at Seattle Center: Cloud Sanctuary, The Oasis, Dreamy Mindscape, and Electric Garden, each featuring themed Pokémon and a collection challenge. Amidst all this exploring, trainers made new friends, battled, took commemor- commemorative photos, participated in giveaways, picked up merch, met notable trainers, and learned about the Pokémon Trading Card Game at the Discovery Lab. Some even got special photos with Pikachu and Evie, shadowed by Seattle's iconic Space Needle. Trainers joined Re in investigating the Ultra Wormholes, and the Ultra Beast Buzzsaw made its Pokemon Go debut. Um, yes, this Pokemon in, or this image in the middle is of famed Seattle Seahawk uh, Richard Sherman. Um,
1: Safety—that sounds right—was his
0: position, I believe. Um, that or corner, cornerback, um, at the battle arena. Uh, all right. At the same time, trainers around the globe worked to complete 20 million raids. Their efforts unlocked some amazing bonuses, including Ultra Unlock History and Discoveries and Ultra Unlock History Discoveries Raid Day. From the global event back in June to Berlin, Berlin, and now Seattle, Pokemon Go Fest 2022 has been nothing short of incredible. It wouldn't have been possible without you. Seeing so many enthusiastic trainers across these events remind us how grateful we are. To have such an amazing community, the celebration continues with Pokemon Go Fest Sapporo and our worldwide Pokemon Go Fest 2022 finale event on Saturday, August 27th, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time. I uh, I can't mute this immediately, so I might play it in the background. Um
1: Thoughts on Go Fest? Jesse. so i think we should start with friday just go day by day uh for us personally
0: we got off work and we packed yep and we left yep uh we dropped stuff off at the event or at the v- the pvp venue so for those of you that listened to the last episode of the battle P- battle science podcast we were planning on doing the pub crawl on saturday that was until last Friday, when Go Stadium announced that there would be a PvP tournament on Saturday night. At right about the same time as the Pup Girl, we volunteered. I, I volunteered to help. Basically, um, I said I would be helping. Um, <clears throat> so I packed up all of my gear. Like I originally thought I would be, but for our event, and then that wasn't gonna happen, and so I wasn't gonna pack up my gear, and then, and then I packed up my gear. We threw it in the car, we drove down, dropped it off at the venue. The about
1: six p.m. Uh,
0: yes, yeah, because by the time we got to the hotel, GoFest was done. The standard hours for GoFest were done. Yes, because there were extended hours because of login issues. Correct, of course. Um, par for the course, and the course being golf, and the par being six. Golf joke. Um, four. Um, the venue was uh, Tabletop, tabletop village. village in Seattle. Um, the what I liked to call it to people the cheeks end of the international district in yeah in Seattle. Um, so like right up against the freeway, uh, uh, yeah, it's right be there under the underpass if you think about it, basically underneath the underpass on I five, Yep. uh, in, in the international district. So blocks away from the Awajimaya, uh, walking distance, which was cool. So you and I Saturday went and got some food at a, the Awajimaya food court, but um, on Friday
1: we unpacked everything. Uh-huh. Staff there was very helpful and mm-hmm. letting us store our stuff there.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they they asked us a lot of questions that we were we were like we have to defer to somebody else. We are we
1: we don't have we don't have any, any answers for you. Yeah, um, <clears>
0: they're
1: like, what is it? What do you do? Yeah, uh,
0: we stream. We tap our phones. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the cool thing is, a lot of them actually have played. We're playing Pokemon Go. Go. Yeah. Um, and I think a handful of the staff there and their kids. Park, I'm going to have to ask you to lay down again. Lay down. Lay down. You look so disappointed. I know. Lay down. <laughs> Comes over to me. Yeah. Lay down, Parker. Thank you, buddy. Um I think a handful of the staff had actually played Go Fest uh, earlier that day. Yeah. Um So we dropped our gear off, kind of got a sense of the area. Um I don't we didn't recognize that we would have the back room available for streaming. Right, we thought it was um, the
1: first back room and not like the manager's office back room. Yes.
0: Um the back room back room. Um, which worked and it had its pros and its cons and we'll I get to that yeah
1: um before we left we scoped out the venue found yeah. out it's more so a card pokemon card shop it's a it is a tcg
0: shop a uh, trading card game shop uh that deals primarily in pokemon go the second most popular card game and you'll get a kick out of this i don't know if you recognized was digimon there were people playing the Digimon card game there huh. Friday uh Friday evening and Saturday midday. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um <clears throat> which was pretty cool. Um I didn't see like any Yu-Gi-Oh. I didn't see any like other magic. I didn't see Magic and I didn't see any like sports cards or anything. Yeah. So this was like primarily a Pokemon TCG
1: venue so much that they had a play Pokemon sponsored stop. They, they are
0: one of the venues for the TCG circuit within the greater Seattle area. So you can participate in, in the Pokemon play Pokemon sanctioned TCG tournaments there and earn points towards regionals,
1: which is impressive because I don't think we have any of those in Bellevue. Um, I can't
0: say we do. Um, it would be interesting. If anything, to... it would have
1: been uncle's.
0: It would have been uncles, but I don't think that I don't think any of the uncles' games have partnered with Play Pokemon. No, um, I. Th-
1: Somebody correct us if we're wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah, the couple of uncles I've been in, all of which I think are closed at this point. Um, I think the only one that oof.
1: would count would be Redmond.
0: Which one was in Redmond? In the mall. Um. Uh, I'll refresh my. We memory. went there
1: for the Kamigawa set.
0: Oh yes, I don't. I've never seen any play Pokemon signage or anything there. No. Yeah. So, um, I I'm pretty darn sure it's like a requirement for Uncle's games to be part of the MTG, uh, Magic the Gathering like professional circuit, quote unquote professional circuit. So you earn points and have your MTG account or whatever. Um, so your results are on the leaderboard or whatever. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen any of the Uncle's for the games for po- play Pokemon. Um, I'd be curious because they have some of the Pokemon TCG there that, uh, independent shop there in Issaquah, uh,
1: the laughing dragon, laughing
0: dragon. I'd be interested to see what the demand is there. Mm. Um, and seeing if we have to, if we can recruit a couple people of making that a play Pokemon sanctioned, yep. um, venue or even a Pokemon go play Pokemon sanctioned venue. That would also be cool. Um, yeah
1: but we met with a couple of the people that work there mm-hmm. friday night mm-hmm. um helped unload our stuff and then we did a little shopping mm-hmm. you found something really interesting
0: i don't have it with me i found they had a i don't it's not graded so i don't know like how super fancy special it is um it is a full art full hollow uh japanese print of the candela trainer card it's from the, the rainbow card yes of the pokemon go tcg set um so it's basically the same card art that you get for getting the team valor set but the team valor set is a full art hollow and not full art hollow rainbow um,
1: this was the full art hollow mm-hmm. rainbow
0: and they only wanted ten dollars for it so i immediately <laughs> pulled out ten dollars um that was something I wanted to see about getting a couple of the Japanese packs of the TCG, the Pokemon Go TCG set. Um, they sold out immediately in a couple of locations that I would normally buy, um, buy such and import. Um, speaking of which, I have a massive box I should show you from uh, one of the places I, I get uh, merch from. It includes a couple of Pokemon stuff that I had gotten for the supposed tournament we were going to do as well as um, a big old anime figure that kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. Um, okay. It is a box bigger than I would, ex- I was expecting. I was like, Oh, there's a box on my uh, front porch. I walk up to it. Oh, there's a box on my front porch. This guy could fit in it probably. Really? Um, yeah, like him laying down could probably fit in it. <laughs> Equivalent size to the tote. It's pretty big.
1: <laughs> Dang.
0: Yep. I'll show you after the podcast.
1: Um, Parker, we may have to ship you out. <laughs> Get um, the saddest boy look. It,
0: I think it has a Pokemon plush or two in it, so that okay. definitely doesn't help. Yeah, but um, it's also not a small figure.
1: And then I had to cave in and buy the Snorlax 10 that mm-hmm. came with four booster packs. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Um, that video pulled some is... uh,
1: interesting cards there, and we'll have a video that maybe I can cut and clip up and make some highlights out of. It's, I
0: think it's on our YouTube now and should, should be uploaded. See video. It's there and it's hidden. So I will do a quick description and stuff and then post it to discord and all that other stuff. But that was Um, Friday
1: night that we sat down after. So cut back real quick. mm -hmm. We dropped off our stuff at the venue. Went and checked in at the hotel and then decided after, I would say, what, 8 p.m.-ish to go walk around uh, the Seattle Center and check out the setup for GoFest. And then after doing a couple loops around Seattle Center, went back to the hotel and did a recording of me opening the packs. Yep. So that was our Friday. Um, didn't really see anybody we knew on Friday. We weren't really around Friday. No. But then Saturday morning, I think we got up early-ish, I want to say, because I wanted I was going to meet with someone to do a special trade. And we also wanted to try and jump in the line for merch because we had heard merch was a nightmare.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And truth be told, it was. It was almost four city blocks long by the time <laughs> I had to dip out of the merch line to go do my special trade. hmm which didn't end up working because because bugs. E, or potentially by design. Okay. Because
0: you didn't have a ticket for Friday. Saturday. They, Saturday. They had a ticket for Saturday.
1: And, and we it was had a both, special
0: trade inside the park limits.
1: But we also left the park <laughs> limits. And it didn't work there either. Correct. Okay. We went three blocks out of the geofence. Oh, wow. Okay. And it still didn't work. Okay. We restarted the app outside of the geofence to see if maybe it was because it still considered us in the geofence. Still didn't work. This person later went to the Niantic booth and asked them, and they said it was a bug that they're aware of. Just, sorry, hands raised. Okay. Um, After that, we walked around the sales center for a little bit. We we went down to the uh, battle arena. In training mm-hmm. post down mm-hmm. in the stadium and Memorial stadium. Uh, I did a couple battles to try and get the, if you won three battles in a row, best one of one, you got an elite fast TM and an elite charge TM as your rewards. Mm-hmm. My first battle was against home slice Henry. That sucked. <laughs> you didn't say it. No.
0: Cause I didn't know what the research was. Oh, I think it was three great throws in a row. I have a shiny Onyx off research. All right. <laughs> Which could be a Hondo. It could be a Shundo.
1: Don't, ah! don't get too excited. It could be. I just caught it off a Pokeball. Oh, but, I should have pine-abbed it. So lost horribly to Home Slice Henry. What's up, Jimmy Sam? Went back into the arena. Ended up playing against final boss AJ. And we both ran lead Deoxys. Nah. My second was um, – here, I actually have the video so I can quickly verify because I don't want to give the wrong information here. Uh,
2: home I want to say
0: people were talking about what the third win would have been uh, on Twitter like Friday mid-afternoon. Um, I mean, the benefit for us is we were there the entire weekend. So, like, we were there Sunday – evening rather than going off and exploring the city we kind of hung out there around seattle center yeah. i could have played more and tried to win three in a row but i honestly just couldn't care less um i was just dead tired and i don't enjoy the blind threes especially blind threes one of one yeah like because it's a crap shoot yeah and i don't know i'm going up against the people that are actively wanting to be there in the battle arena which means they're PVPers. yeah so I'm outclassed. So final
1: boss AJ, our matchup was Deoxys mirror lead. Mm-hmm. They swap in to try and catch a charge move from my Deoxys on Sableye. Mm-hmm. I throw Wigglytuff at them. And then as soon as their Sableye faints, they go into Alolan Ninetales and their Alolan Ninetales is a charmer. And I have Walrein in the back. <laughs> mhm. And the conversation after the match went over was to the extent of Charmers, AJ, Charmers suck. I'm sorry. And then the response is no one that uses Charmers is sorry. Mm. (laughs) So after that, there were two other opponents that I played against. Um, There were a lot of kids there. So I can't be like just because they're kids, they're not good. Yep. The second win was a close one. I don't remember what they used, but it was very relevant Pokemon. Did you play
0: against some of the kids? Yes. Interesting. By day three, they were separating them. Really? Very clearly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Which kind of makes sense, but also kind of doesn't. Um. If play Pokemon, well, when kind I say had... when
1: I say kids, I mean like teens.
0: Okay. So you were playing up against teens. There were youngins yes they were youngins and they were playing against each other okay which still is like i mean you and i both know that back in the day uh dobi and uh Kondo. kano are were phenoms you know kid phenoms <laughs> like early <laughs> pvp days early self days um that like realistically could probably um wipe the floor with most other kids their age yeah um because most of the the other kids their age are probably playing like Call of Duty and other games, and they're playing Pokemon Go PvP um, at such a high level. So
1: I can't remember what you did when I was battling. Didn't you go somewhere? Oh, you went to do a raid, I think. Maybe, yes. Uh, maybe an Axiou. That sounds right. But then after we did the uh, battles, we decided to head out early because we wanted to be at the venue to start setting up. For the tournament, yes,
0: yeah, we left. We
1: got there early, and Honda wasn't there yet, mm-hmm. so we went and got food down in uh, Wajamaya.
0: <coughs> yes, um.
1: which awesome store if you're down in the international district in Seattle.
0: If you haven't been to an Awajamaya before, there's a handful, a handful around the Greater Seattle area, I think there's probably some along the West Coast as well further down, um, but I couldn't tell you for sure.
1: Awesome sort of just check out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the one in the one in downtown Seattle uh, in the international District it ha- is um, basically it's a grocery store with a lot of Japanese products. Um, so one of my favorite things to go down um, to either the one in Seattle or the one in Bellevue. Um, is to go get, um, what are they called? I don't know what they're called. They're like uh mochi, uh, rice ball things. Um, so it's like a, a mochi paste thing. Oh, the donuts, They're kind of like they're they're not donuts per se. They're soft, stretchy. Um, they're usually served cold. At least the ones that I get. Um, and the ones I get are filled with a red bean paste. Um, isn't that just mochi? I, I guess so. It's not the green stuff. Okay. Um, which I guess the green stuff, like mochi, is like mochi green tea stuff that you would see at like Starbucks. Okay. Um, I get some of those, and then I, I'll either get uh, a marble soda, or I'll get the, um, oh, what's it called? It's like a milk soda, which isn't lightly carbonated. Has I think it's like condensed milk in it, um, but it's not something you have to like shake or anything. Um, why can't I think of what it's called? Um, Mochi
1: balls with bean paste from Jimishin.
0: Yeah, that's the. Um, not knowing the name myself, I'm gonna go with that. Um, <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think of what it's called. Calip, calic. Not Calico. Calipco or something? Um, Let me go to the Google. Uh, Milk soda. Calpis. That's not... Oh, Calpico is the American name, I think. Um, Yep. Yep. Calpis sounds a little like something else. Um <clears throat> I like to get the fruit flavor, so either white peach or um I don't know lychee. if I can
1: say this word online. Mm, don't. Is this what the mochi you're thinking of is called? Daifuku? Is that it? Daifuku mochi?
0: Uh maybe.
1: I would have said mochi that walls. completely different.
0: Daifuku. I'm probably still butchering it, but it's probably better. It's li- what it looks like,
1: it's mochi with beans in it.
0: Well, it's not just be, it's a bean, bean paste. paste. Yeah. Um. Um. That's my go-to usually. Although uh, every once in a while or I'll is go it pick up Gen I don't think so. No, Maybe I think that might it's be the, the name dye. of the paste. I don't know um the one in seattle has two additional parts of the store itself yeah um it has the food court in the back which i didn't know existed until like two weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool um <clears throat> and then um on the other side of the back end there is a kino kino Nukia. i think i'm probably butchering that but it's a bookstore japanese bookstore um, all types of, um, I imagine there's a lot of localized, but I imagine there's also a lot of Japanese books in native Japanese. Um, I've picked up a couple of manga and, uh, art books and stuff from there before. Um, they also have some like gift stuff so you can find, um, a little bit of a, a very small selection of anime figures as well as like, uh, plastic models. Um, so um, it's right up my alley, and unfortunately, we weren't. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of time as far as to to go explore and such. So, um,
2: um,
1: but got to the venue around one. Jer ended up showing up. Found out he we showed could up around two thirty. Yeah, found it? out yeah. we
0: could use the back room. Took us a little while to set up and figure out orientation, all that stuff, as far as length of cables and yeah, all that. Cable stuff.
1: management was fun. I it think we is. had readjusted three or four times always that's always
0: the case um I think we like comparing it to the Portland War of the Roses like I think we already knew the venue area ahead of time
1: yeah because we had worked with Blackshin and uh... we had like photos and
0: stuff and actually um uh what was his name um one of the guys there it wasn't Tylenol PM? Tylenol PM worked at the venue or yep. had worked at the venue. So he had an inn and was able to get us more details as far as the venue, like well ahead him of time. And,
1: him and Sweetums, right?
0: I don't know if Sweetums actually had worked at the venue, but the. He knew the all, place. All three of them had, like, known the place and been there. And they, we'd actually done a tournament in their another portion of the that venue yeah. um, previously. So we had, we knew what we had access to. It
1: was Jungle Cup, I think. Rose. No, the Mega oh, was yeah, Rose. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, the Mega was Rose. The other Portland tournament that we went down and streamed was Jungle Cup, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Cuz we did a Jungle Cup in Seattle, West Seattle. Yeah, and then we did a Jungle Cup there in um, in Portland, so. Yep. Um We traveled for Jungle Cup. We did. That was also very like the first couple episodes of the Battle Science podcast, so. Mm-hmm. Um way back in the day. <laughs> Um,
1: But that Saturday, we set up the tournament for Ghost Stadium in the Return to Cascadia Battle for Seattle with special guest uh, King IV. The the tournament was hosted by J.R. Honda.
0: He's reading off the
1: ad, isn't he? Yes. Your commentators were Gabby Snyder, Goddess and Hoff, Wholesome Pogo, and Alpha Phoebe. Uh event space owner was Astro Latios with coaching from CCO FTW and Nexus Ilya along with Melgood
2: mm-hmm.
1: and
0: well, not coaching there. It was reffing. N- no
1: refereeing. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Um, 96 player cap. I'm pretty
1: sure we hit that.
0: Uh, also 96 plus degrees in that building <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Um, uh, Jaymar was saying he had to do several of his battles outside because of the heat. Yeah. Um, we were in the very back of the venue, um, pretty much with the door closed the entire time, just for the sake of sound, um, and access. Uh, and there wasn't an AC unit attached to that room. Um,
1: Steven almost blacked out a couple times.
0: Yes, I was, I felt several signs of heat stroke. Um, and told them as such? I was like, um
1: Yo, Honda, I need a break.
0: It? Uh well, I, I definitely said I said that, but I told Jesse it was um because the tournament I was, sitting, I was sitting down, dizziness, I was like, okay, that's not good. Um cold sweats, that's also not good. Um and then it was dizziness, cold sweats, and
1: something else Your hands are shaking, wasn't it?
0: No, there was one other symptom and I'm like that's heat exhaustion. Uh I need to step outside. And stepping outside did not help.
1: Not early on, but later in the night it did. Uh barely. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. But um the uh <laughs> outside of us almost dying.
0: Yeah, that was a hazard. <laughs>
1: it was the tournament was set to start eight p.m. I don't think we started until eight thirty or eight forty-five.
0: Yes, the stream itself started promptly at eight thirty. Um, and then we forty-five. Didn't I think was end it. the
1: stream until
0: what two? Uh one forty-five ish because we. Yeah, um because we got out of the venue, JR checked his phone and we got out of the venue at 2:17. Yeah. Um really cool venue. Super glad we were able to do it. Uh I will ask very nicely for AC next time or we do it when it's not so hot outside. Um or having better just better air circulation uh yeah. in that building. Um because the sheer body heat of everyone there like having done um uh sellout shows at a 250 plus person venue um you need to cool your venue ahead of time to an uncomfortable level so that when all of your bodies are in the venue uh it rises to a somewhat above acceptable temperature um it's it's kind of an art, not a science, when it comes to that kind of thing. Um, unfortunately, I think the venue maybe only had like an AC unit plugged yeah. in up front. Um,
1: yeah, the, one of the employees of the venue mentioned that it used to be a printing factory.
0: Oh, interesting!
1: And they thought they had a lot more power than they did. Turns out the the building is m- not made well for today's current energy pull of products Mm, interesting that it was made for stuff made 30 40 years ago Mm -hmm. um which realistically should be drawing more power in older generations but yeah i think a couple takeaways we had was like you mentioned better working conditions mostly yes (laughs) um I, i
0: nothing nothing against the venue and i'd love to do something there again um i fingers crossed would like to do it in in better conditions. Yeah. Um, Under better circumstances. Yeah, No slide against them. Um, Technically, um, when it came to setup and everything, everything worked great. Um, There was one pair where video wasn't working for one of the... Correct.
1: And that's one of the other things, too, is we did learn that people who were traveling internationally... That's true. ...did have a good amount of lag and other issues (coughs) when trying to battle on stream.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Connecting traveling abroad and connecting to PvP via international data is not uh, no. not setting yourself up for success no. um, having worked at a, uh, a T-mobile retail location I can tell you that your speeds um, your speeds when traveling abroad as a T-mobile customer your base speeds you will have access to data it is 128 giga- uh, not gigabits 128 kilobytes per second it is a astronomically small amount of data that you have access to when traveling abroad. You have data. You could probably barely load maps. Yeah. Um,
1: the
2: yeah, other
0: thing
1: was, was uh, Caleb Peng was the one that ended up walking away as the Victor mm-hmm. uh, had a bastion on his team that he barely used, yep. uh, which was kind of the joke. It's just a flex. Yep. Uh, big shout out to everyone that helped run the stream and the commentators. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were able to somehow keep it going.
0: I the, honestly, the, the squad of four, um, shout are an all-star squad. Uh, yeah, um, they're the
1: ones that have been doing the, uh, play
0: Pokemon, um,
1: Pokemon go for play Pokemon.
0: Yeah. So alpha fee, uh, wholesome. wholesome, and Gabby have been very consistent. Um, has Enhoff done some of them? I know she's ref don't remember. Or they. I'm not entirely sure. I should double check that. Give me one second. Um, JR.
1: <laughs> we had him running across that whole building. Back and forth. And sometimes he'd get stuck in that sea of people. I felt so bad for him. He, he was such a good trooper, though. And then, uh, Ilya, Ilya was a very pleasant person to hang out with.
0: Yes. Ilya was a really cool guy. Um, I actually want to reach out to Ilya and see if he wants to be on the podcast at some point. Um, uh, Ilya has been a ref for PVP prior to play Pokemon, but including play Pokemon, uh, said Ilya said that he was refing eight different servers.
1: Yep. Major servers.
0: Um, and is also from germany i believe yeah at like um, 2
1: in the morning he's like it's 9am for me at home yeah i'm like oh, <laughs> oh my
0: god or no
1: he said it was uh, cuz it would have been like in the pms at that point
0: yes it was um
1: the jet lag wild. was real
0: <laughs> okay got to
1: send a half she her <clears throat> just wanted to make sure that um and then mel good and cco for Coordinating that hot mess of cluster of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to formally apologize. I don't believe any of you listened to us, but if you were any of the combatants that I had to have sit in that dark corner and I didn't know your name to face, mm-hmm. I apologize. Because I would go up to people and I'd be like, okay, I'm looking for these two people, and they're standing right in front of my face. I'm like, oh, hi. So, uh, Kaiser Niner, Caleb. <laughs> Just anybody that was on stream, I am so sorry for not knowing who you were. I just name to face, we're not in the loop. Like Honda would be like, okay, these two play people are up. I was like, who?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Half the time he just kind of sigh and get up and go find them for me. I think halfway through the tournament, he just told Mel that if they're on stream, just to tell him to go to the back of the the house. Yeah. Yeah, I mean
0: it's uh what you could do is just walk out and chat people's streams out. Yeah. Um I mean, I I will very uh um very clearly say I don't watch people's streams. Uh I don't have the time
1: for it. Um yeah. <laughs> People would just come up and so, they'd do it. a lot of the people were really chill about it. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I'm Samsung or I'm Apple, because that's the one thing I would say. I'd be like, I'd point them, Apple or I, I, Apple or I Android. And honestly, I have to give credit to Apple; they were the easiest one to set up. It was I hate how
0: expensive they are. I hate how some of their operating operating system works. On a hardware level, the the fact that things just work is a a, a blessing. It's magic.
1: Like, I think there was only one or two people that I had to show how to do debugging mode. Mm -hmm. But everyone else knew.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure quite a handful of people, you know, use that kind of stuff for stream. So, yeah. Um,
1: And then we had, I don't remember their name, come into the back room with us. But it was a professional broadcaster come in and evaluate while we were streaming our setup. Oh, you have them right there? I have the business cards. Okay.
0: Um, It was
1: Kenley? Kenley,
0: I'm gonna butcher this last name. I do apologize. Uh, is it Cheng? Cheng? C h e u n g? Cheng?
1: Maybe I-, I didn't really Hi. get a name. Kenley. They were trying to be quiet.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Ken. Uh, I will be reaching out to Ken uh, within the next day or so. Um,
1: uh, yeah, they just kind of came in between. I know. Honda. I kind of
0: like looked behind and like. Who is this person? Uh, why is this person in here? Uh, like you'd scary, be surprised scary. at
1: how many people wanted to get in. Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, I imagine. Uh, v.
0: Oh really? Ag- v-, v
1: was up against the glass, looking okay. at Honda, uh-huh. and she looked over and saw what we we're doing. And went. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and poggered. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I imagine like if realistically, I tried to get in. Oh really?
1: Honda had to push
0: her out. I mean, uh, the, uh, everyone but us in that room is like glorified celebrities when it comes to the Pokemon <laughs> Go PvP community. So realistically, they're like, oh, I want to go meet him. But Honda's just like, we're running a ship and we can't stop. Get we out of can't, our cabin. We, we don't have time for this. Um, <laughs> that was
1: his title. We don't have time for we this. We don't have
0: time for this. And I greatly appreciate it because like, that tournament could have gone until like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning um, <laughs> but he had he left it, it. He kept it rolling. Um
1: but, yeah, there was at least five or six other, like, uh, I don't want to say Zoe. Um, cricket stopped by. Who? Cricket. Which one's Cricket? She was one of the other uh, content creators that was there. Okay.
0: I'm not familiar with her.
1: Um, Ken. Ken stopped in. Off He did make his way in.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember him <laughs> vaguely. Uh, vaguely remember him coming in. I did speak to him uh, outside. I have to DM him as well. Because um, he was making a comment about uh, venues for battle uh, events that allow for drinking. Okay. Um, because, of co- of course, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's an alcoholic, but the signs are kind of pointing to the fact that he enjoys his alcohol. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, because what was it, by Sunday, he just got completely... He
0: was, oh my god, yeah. No, it was... Was it Sunday or was it Saturday? It
1: might have been Saturday. Because
0: I was getting... I was grabbing something from the Kraken team store because there was there's uh, a team store right there in the armory, and he goes to walk by. That was Saturday. And he looks, he looks like he was through the ringer. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, dude. That was Saturday before we left for the venue. Yeah. I mean, and I and I told him, <laughs> I I told him last week of uh, during that um post uh, the impromptu post, community post meetup. The yeah, the post community day meetup, and I was like, we'll see you in passing for sure. And he was like, yeah. And, and so we see him in passing, but he looks like hell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he needed to I was drink like, water. I was like, oh,
0: my God, dude, are you okay? <laughs> he was like, yeah. It's one of the, It's one of those things of like you and I, you and I's tolerance for this kind of thing, the amount of energy we put out is enough for us. But there are other people that give, that have the capacity to give away more and that can show it a lot more because i don't think like sunday like mid-morning i don't think we were showing how we were really feeling no um
2: it wasn't until afternoon ken
0: was showing how he was really feeling and
2: it was Saturday. impressive yeah yeah um,
0: you also
1: had to remember they also had uh content creators meet up wednesday and thursday
0: wednesday and thursday and then thursday night was trivia yep he did uh, that, too. And then Friday night was... The
1: DJ trainer tips. DJ trainer tip sessions at um, Unicorn.
0: And I imagine Ken was there because he was the point of contact between Unicorn and trainer the tips. DJs. Yeah. Um, and then Ken was there Saturday night for the PvP tournament. I imagine he left...
1: Probably to go pass he out. He
0: left probably around midnight or so. Yeah. no. He left around 10 or 11 because okay. I remember talking to him and saying, we have roughly three or four hours left to go. And he was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm I'm heading out already.
1: Um, So it was one of those things of
0: like, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. We I, see I would leave to go sleep, too. <laughs> um,
1: in the intermissions where we were able to take a break and step away to go to the bathroom, get something to eat mm-hmm. or you step outside. I did have a chance to meet up with some of our favorite locals with uh, the Wing Attack group, Rivalit, Jamar, Motkiss, mm-hmm. them guys. Um, met up with a couple other people. I got to uh, talk with DeFi, Melgood, Twostle. Just the general consensus is everyone was tired. Because <laughs> I think a lot of people played on Saturday. Which I don't know. if that's I don't know if that's the
0: plan. I don't know if that's that's
1: ideal
2: wow.
0: per se. I mean, they've all been to, you know, the Chicago go fests previously. Um, they've all done that kind of thing before. Um, personally, I don't know if I would ever do. I am I'm doing Friday next time. <laughs> I'm Yeah, I'm taking the day off. I'm doing Friday. I'm sleeping in Saturday, doing whatever Friday night. I'm sleeping in Saturday, hanging out with people Saturday afternoon. Partying or whatever Saturday night, and then hanging out yeah. Sunday as well, and then going home <laughs>
1: afternoon Sunday, yeah, or
0: like evening, maybe even staying an additional day, um, and sleeping in on Monday.
1: But all in all, tournament went well. Um, just a few hiccups here and there. We yeah. got out two, two 40 You said two seventeen. Two
0: seventeen. I don't think there were really hiccups technically. Um.
1: Other than the lag,
0: oh, oh, oh. Well, the battles, sure, yeah. Like, um, it was in a back room up against a overpass, um, and some people were using international data. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be ideal. Also, the fact that phones can't plug directly into um, Ethernet ports yet, um, but maybe. Then...
1: I think we get back to the hotel, get into bed. It's like three o'clock. Three o'clock, in, o'clock the in the morning. Yeah, it's three o'clock in the morning set and we're the like alarm for seven thirty. Seven
0: thirty and we're like, uh um, you said you barely slept.
1: I got three hours.
0: Um I think I slept most of it. Um and then had kind of had second wind Sunday. So the the I think the problem was we had to then we had to pack up all of our stuff, leave it in the car. We had to figure out logistics of leaving all of the gear in the car overnight at the hotel rather than taking it all back up to the hotel to then have to pack it back up the next morning and check out, which is a logistical nightmare. And I. You need a trailer. <laughs> we need to figure something. Oh my God. Uh, please. I never want to have that much gear. Um, that'd be amazing.
1: I never want to have to deal with that. Um, Either that, I get something to store it better, better storage management.
0: That can definitely be arranged. Yeah. Um, better storage management, as well as like finding a way to be able to hide it in the car without being super worried about it.
1: And like that was one of the things you mentioned. If it was any other city, it wouldn't be as big a problem. It was just it's Seattle.
0: Yeah, Seattle worries me. I mean, basically any metropolitan city. Um, uh, Portland, I would not want to leave it in a parking lot in portland um honestly i would rather leave it at a venue or leave it in the hotel room but our logistics of playing on sunday and doing the tournament leaving doing this the tournament saturday night having to check out of our hotel sunday morning and then playing for the duration on sunday uh on sunday is a bit logistically heavy um so um,
1: but played our park experience Saturday m- or Sunday morning, felt the exhaustion once we hit the time p- break, and then went out to lunch, walked around a little bit more, and then I think we just called it a day. Yeah. Headed out, went to Bellevue, got off, got some Dairy Queen, finished out the event, and then just called it there.
0: Yeah. Um. We talked a lot about our the overall timeline, but not about our feelings of GoFest. Why don't we do that? Um we can. We are like seconds away from hitting two hours though.
1: Just just quick recap.
0: Okay. Um
1: What were your pros? What were your cons?
0: Pros. I liked the zones. I think I like the zones more than I like the hour blocks that we've had for the global GoFest and for the Go Tours. Um, it's a lot less, um, it's a lot less pressure because while I don't really care about the spawns in the electric garden personally, um, the um, like Mareep Togetic spawns in the uh cloud in the cloudy biome and the Lapras spawns in the oasis biome were inter- interesting to me. If I wanted to, I could have rotated those two biomes for a duration of, what, three and a half, four hours, mm-hmm. um, and just farmed up there. Um, <clears throat> um, that's beneficial. Um, now, the biomes, I think some of the biomes' overall area was smaller than others. Yeah. It felt like the oasis biome was minuscule. Um, it was
1: just tied to the fountain
0: is basically just tied to the fountain and there's these weird purgatory areas in between biomes where you could see spawns but when you tapped on them they wouldn't allow you to encounter them
1: it felt like you would get that server delay where you'd see the thing you'd cross over the biome mm-hmm. barrier but you would still be seeing the spawns from the previous biome until you interacted with it so i
0: think i think what's happening here is and no one's going to correct me if I am wrong because no one from Niantic is listening. And if anyone from Niantic is listening, they're not going to say how the code works. What I think is happening is that when you see the when when you go to interact with spawns that then disappear, you are in um you are in one biome, but those spawn points are in a different biome, which means you can't that Pokemon with that data doesn't necessarily exist correct but that spawn point does so when you cross completely over into the next biome that spawn point is then maybe uh maybe rather than a lapras in the oasis biome you walk over into the dreamy mindscape biome and it's a um
1: drowsy or something
0: it's a drowsy um so you tap on the lapras in the oasis but because that spawn point is not within the oasis that lapras doesn't technically it, it, it exists just in despawns. the overall it despawns yes uh,
1: jim is him coming in with what's your guys's favorite catch and or moment um honestly i got a sub
0: 100 great league rank lapras which i have not had before um it is a rank 76 which is somewhat better than the rank 130 something that i've caught before so i'm starting to power it up and i'm going to legacy move i think it's Ice Shard onto it
1: Ice shard and sir, or ice shard, ice beam.
0: I don't think I'm gonna put ice beam on it because okay. the the great league doesn't recommend ice beam. Um, um,
1: uh, I'm trying to think
0: of I kind of popped off as far as shinies. There were some people that really didn't find a whole lot as far as
1: shinies, and I kept finding them while you're looking it up. My favorite moment was <clears throat> Steven went to go off to go to the merch store Sunday afternoon. I decided to hang out in the battleground in the bleachers and just hang out with some of the other battlers. Caleb Peng was there. Uh, Ghost Stadium was there. A couple other people. Kakuna Matata or Kakuna Rattata was there. Um, Glenn from Secret League was there. Oh. Um, JT Gilly. Just a bunch of people that was there that I just... I just kind of hung out in that aura. I didn't mm-hmm. really chat with too many people. Uh, Ilya did come up and demand that we signed <laughs> his uh, Play Pokemon a, mat. He had a uh,
0: Play Pokemon mat with a bunch of um, refs and crew from, I think, not necessarily just this weekend, but, like, beyond just this weekend. Mm-hmm. Content um, this creators. last weekend. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I don't think I deserve to be on this to put my – uh handle on this list but okay um
1: forcibly stuffing the pen in your face <laughs> yeah he
0: was like putting it up against his chest and i'm like this is the closest thing i will be this is the closest
1: thing to signing bubes i will ever get <laughs> um <laughs> but my my favorite catch was i was sitting there
0: ah what it's a 15 14 15 torchic
1: nice the uh memory i have was we spent all day and i literally at the last part of the park experience was dashing around the dreamy mindscape to find my first shiny Snorlax. Mm -hmm. Never found it. Kind of gave up after a while. We went to the battle arena in the later half of the day. I want to say around four or 5 PM. I'm sitting there and Steven has gone to go off and do merch. I do a Snorlax raid. I hear a, Hey, I know you look over and it is Chris dude. Oh, yeah. He's walking into the arena and comes over. I shake his hand. I go to catch my Snorlax, and it's a shiny. I was like, dude, you're my good luck charm. He's like, what do you mean? And I was like, I've been hunting this thing all day. And, of course, I had to let out. If anyone didn't know from this weekend, shame on you. But the obligatory rule for when you found a shiny Snorlax is is you had to yell, "Yeehaw" when you found it. There was a couple of people we scared, but it was still funny as hell. Well, it's the secret rule, I would say. But I let out my yeehaw, haw freak uh-huh. out everybody in the stadium. Uh-huh. And Chris is like, whoa, that's crazy. Then I checked the IVs. Uh- it's a 14-15-15. I was like, Why? But yes, but why? <laughs> why can't it be the Hundo? It's so close. So that was definitely my favorite catch, um, favorite experience. Just the whole weekend, it was fun. My legs are killing me still. Steven broke me a couple of times. Yeah, I he needs to go farther. Um,
0: <laughs> um, I it will- is
1: Snorlax with the cowboy hat.
0: Yeah. Um. Um, actually probably one of my <laughs> coolest mo- moments happened Friday. Was it Friday or was it Saturday morning? I don't remember. Um, but I got another shiny Aaron. <laughs> Just hanging out in the that hotel. It was Saturday. It was Saturday, 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 Saturday morning, you morning. Wake up the
1: first thing you click on. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a sh-
0: it's a sh- shiny Aaron. Shiny Aaron number 3, which means I can now have a shiny of each of them before an eventual Our community, community day. day. Yeah. Um, I'm looking through to see if there was another excuse me
1: um really awesome oh which brings me back to sunday afternoon i finally thankfully the person that was originally going to meet up with me for my special trade met up with me again and i was able to get a clef key for a shiny meltan
0: Mm, yeah which is uh, honestly a steal i think you fleeced them basically
1: (laughs) well they were from uh
0: europe so they had plenty Right, but, like, a shiny Meltan, like, is, it, it's is not, unavailable currently, but is not uncommon. It's not, not uncommon. Not uncommon. No. As but the as trade-off
1: is it was a level one shiny Meltan. That's... Okay, that's true.
0: Um, I still got to go through a bunch of IVs. I think from the first half of the day, I haven't
1: checked um, Yeah, I think IVs. everybody's using these couple of days to just recover and check IVs. I have...
0: I, that's right. I have a... Um, Pan pour that is rank five for both Great and Ultra League as a, at a uh at a um semi poor. It is a one fifteen twelve. Um I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> it's not good. Uh yay. Um no hondos, which doesn't surprise me a whole heck of a lot, though um I think Mareep and
1: Gibble were the two that I were kind of hoping I could get hundos of um for me it was i did get the male shiny combi which <coughs> kind of expected at this point yeah i got everything in the world word ultra except the t for unknown shinies mm, right did I, you catch all of your rotom mowers yes
0: okay all the five
1: yeah no not good
0: uh, i'd have to go back through and
1: look i'm not quite sure and then our very last shiny that i caught um at the tail end of the event as we were eating ice cream was rufflet <laughs>
0: Ah, yes. Which I've got I got one during um GoFest Remote. Mm. So I have I think two now. Um I did end up getting a uh the shiny flower. Pikachu. Pikachu, yeah. So the um
1: um Grissendia flower. Yes. Um <coughs> I think you
0: were looking for the shaman flower, right? Yes, the Shaman Flower, Shaman Flower uh, Pikachu. Um, looking it. Anything else, else for your pros or cons? Um, I, I honestly, and I need to. Um. um I need to break down my feelings on the events we have with Go Out and Explore Generic Spawns. Um so the city experience for GoFest, the uh like raid quote unquote raid features for I think Go Tours and the last uh two GoFest remotes globals um both this year and pr- the last years where it was hey it's rockets raids and all of the spawns from the previous day but random throughout the entire um i think i need to work through sort of my feelings of it because i don't like them um <clears throat> and maybe that's because the spawns are a lot more random um it's a lot less structured where you know day one um day one of go Fest I can do loops around the oasis and just farm for Lapras because that's all I'm, like, desperately wanting. Parker, come on. He doesn't want you to get stepped on. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna <laughs> pet you, there, bud. Um, though I do appreciate your patience, my guy. Um, I I don't. I have not had um. I haven't felt like I've had the 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 best experiences when these more generic portions of the events happen. Um, maybe that's because I'm not with another squad of like minded trainers that are just going out and you know finding stuff. Maybe I'm too nonchalant in what I'm looking for, and I don't really care, and I can wander around aimlessly doing absolutely nothing. Um, maybe. Um, Maybe it's the fact that like the structure isn't there and maybe there is a uh you know a not necessarily a problem, but a, a a lack of enthusiasm for that portion of the event anyway. Um that is an interesting update. Uh Lake Trio can spawn via daily adventure incense. So Uxie, Azelf, and Mespirit. Um that is good to know. Um That's interesting. I will have to let Jesse know when he comes back. Um. Yeah, for, for some reason or another, the back half of previous events and then the back half, maybe it's because it's the back half of the event for us. Um, I wonder if if it happens again in Seattle and it is broken up into uh, Seattle center and city experience. If doing the city experience first, doesn't make more sense to like go out, look for a couple of particular spawns off of the, uh, nearbys, um, and find a couple of interesting, you know, Pokemon and then sort of be more specific when it comes to, um, what I'm looking for in the second half of the event. Um, you know, grind more, um, <clears throat> I I don't know. Um I definitely want to try a couple of different things for future events to see if I can sort of improve my experience of them. Um by the way, Jesse, uh Lake Trio can spawn via Daily Adventure Incense. Nice. Yeah. So, um which basically means that the Daily Adventure Incense is like wild spawns in the main series games where you can find the wandering legendaries
1: So that means that there's a good chance that they eventually implement the beasts
0: yep yep that fingers crossed the beasts don't have to keep coming back in raids all that often and they can just be part of the daily adventure incense
1: maybe um but yeah was there anything else for your pros cons
0: um i just went over the fact that i wasn't a big fan of the city experience um
1: just here's everything go out and explore
0: yeah, I and maybe it's because I have uh, like this like lingering ADHD um, diagnosed as a kid. By a psychiatrist, it's not fake. Don't get me started on the... Are you sure you have ADHD? I'm sure I have ADHD. I spent plenty of time talking with a psychiatrist um, and figuring that stuff out. I was on Adderall for years as a kid. That actually helped. A lot of 90s um,
2: kids were.
1: Hmm? A lot of 90s kids were.
0: Well, a lot of people, period, have ADHD and they go undiagnosed. Um, It's (laughs) wild. Um, um, It could just be the fact that it's overwhelming to me as far as there's too much stuff going on. Um, I'd like to try next time it rolls around if it's Seattle with a split experience. Um, or another city with a split experience I want to try doing the city experience first and then doing the park experience and see how that if that Reverse changes my see how it goes changes my uh, um, expectations and my experience and my my opinions of it um, but as it stands in the last couple of events I'm not a big fan of here have have everything and go yeah have everything and go and oh by the way raids too Um, when raids happen on day one, two raids happen on part one, two. And so like, you're just giving me less condensed stuff, I guess. Um, um, you get me hooked with stimuli and stimuli and stimuli. And then you dilute a ton of it, uh, for the second half. And I'm like, I need my fix. I need my, my, I need my regular dosage. Um, to put it in a terms that's kind of morbid um but overall i think solid experience i would very i would instantly do another seattle go fest next year um and i would very nearly instantly do another um u.s go fest next year if it were not coming to seattle um now if i were to do another pvp event Uh, I hope there are some (laughs) things that can get changed. Um, I have ideas as far as a format I'd like to see for next year. Um, I'm going to hold off on talking about it because I have to formulate more details and make a pitch to the people above me. Um, the people more important than me, the people that will actually put on the event rather than me where I want to do stream, but I also can't put on the event, and organize and get all the people behind it. I don't have that power. I don't have the power to be in 10 different places. At once. And I think that's I why wish... it didn't
1: work for us.
0: <clears throat> in part, that's why it wouldn't work for us. Um, I think we Not have pe- the
1: scale that they did.
0: Yeah, we have the people that would be interested. Um, I think even like we were th- I was thinking a much grander scale. Um, but I think even the scale that was put on by Ghost Stadium in that help put it into perspective that helps put it into perspective and also was a scale probably bigger than what we could have handled. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean we can't put something on that scale next year. Um, I think it, um, I think it's something that's doable for us for next year. We just have to connect with the right people <coughs> and, and basically say, Hey, um, go stadium. We have this as a, the community of Seattle. We've, got this handled you guys can you know um help promote it but come and hang out rather than um have to work work and worry and all of this other crazy stuff when realistically you guys should be on
1: vacation
0: on vacation technically so um
1: yeah because i think even uh wholesome mentioned the whole cast was all from chicago
0: oh really the whole cast the commentators huh interesting um yeah, it's uh, wild. Um, yeah, I was expecting you know 250 plus people. That was my thought, my expectation. But look like we got. I mean, realistically, they set a hard cap as far as players, so they set. You How's know, it going? Seven sixteen. Um, they set a hard cap of 100 or uh, 90, less than 100. Yeah, 96, I think. Yeah, because I think um, they
1: mentioned that. <laughs> the venue and fire Lucy, code yeah. said <laughs> fire code.
0: Yeah, uh JR JR said he communicated early on as far as what can you guys handle cuz we can they can probably pack more people in. Um there's the interest there, but they don't have um they don't want to be violating fire code. They want to be doing things kosher. They want to be asked back
1: next year. So um For me pros and cons. Pros I do agree that the biomes were much more interesting Mm -hmm. to then just running around the city and randomly catching stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I would like to see changed in that, if they could, is one, a better indicator of where exactly geofences are. I can't imagine that's hard to put in. Mm -hmm. That way people know, especially for me, like when I was trying to do trades, where do I need to go to be able to do what i need to do while mm-hmm. still being able to enjoy my park experience <laughs> on that same note if i was in the mindscape biome mm-hmm. instead of the map being green color it purple if i'm in the oasis instead of the map being green color it blue mm-hmm. that way i know where i need to be because i don't feel like that's a hard thing they just need to change it in the code <sighs>
0: They just have to basically place an overlay, kind of like they already do with like the confetti. Yes. Um, but place an overlay on the map itself, which I th- theoretically is doable. It just might not look good. Realistically. Yeah, but even Some if it's their, a
1: pigment yeah. change, or change the weather in that biome. Yeah, I mean, realistically, if
0: you paid uh, close enough attention to the confetti, the confetti would, would I you. think, change. Yeah, yeah. but um. I'd also like to see forced weather in certain like an event where it's always rainy or yeah. an event where it's always snowy.
1: But then you get people that'd be like, mm, but I want non weather priesthood.
0: Yeah, well the well, only way lock. snowy <laughs> cast form is gonna appear <laughs> is if it's snowy, snowy, snowy. So yeah.
1: um Um Another Pro was I went in with the mindset that this isn't about catching. This is about socializing <laughs> and hanging out with people. Yeah. The, so that helped temper my expectations it's not about the spawns
0: that are part of go fest are not incredibly rare spawns
1: no and none of them are new outside of just a hat snorlax
0: yeah yeah um i i wasn't expecting to get you know this hundo that hundo or you know whatever it's one of those things if you're right it is very casual um but i think and maybe that's what I need to do to change my back half of the experience of like we need to squat up with other people, maybe some people that aren't locals, and play tour guide, or um, squat up with a couple of other locals and go places we don't normally go or haven't gone in a while. Yeah. Um, to sort of then play more, um, uh, play more with friends.
1: Yeah. Then. And that's what it was for me. Is it was the social experience of seeing people that we only have ever one met online or heard of online. And two people we haven't seen in years because of the pandemic. I mean, we had people from our local area coming out, meeting up with us in person. We had people from other towns in our surrounding areas that I've known that have come out and with us in person. And even some new people like we, (laughs) did you ever share your experience with Honda? Oh
2: no. (laughs) Uh,
1: So, We've met
0: Honda, it was um, two different times. It was the weekend of uh, Stuffle Community Day. Mm-hmm. At the Seattle Center. At the Seattle Center. Um, and then the day after was the PVP event, or the, the Nexus League Seattle PVP event. Yep. Um. Apparently, I didn't do a good enough job introducing myself. Um, JR Honda was very surprised to know that I was the one that was coordinating a lot of the things in the Discord, um, and that I was a boy in the woods. Um, <laughs>
1: He's like, oh, you're a boy in the woods.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess I was... <laughs> and then proceeds to give you a firm handshake. Of, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I was awkward flying the wall that weekend a couple months ago. Um, I couldn't quite tell from our reintroduction here this past weekend if um he was maybe like oh yeah that, that guy was kind of annoying <laughs> that weekend or what the deal was but um <laughs> i will say i think uh, i don't i'd like to think that i'm thought of in higher regard than i might have been thought of before
1: so <laughs> fingers crossed um, and he was, uh, very <coughs> fun to work with when we were doing our setup. We mm-hmm. were joking around, just casual talk, and mm-hmm. we got to the topic of Portland because we were talking about the hookups that we use for mm-hmm. capturing the phones mm-hmm. and how Mr. PV Poke himself.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. This anecdote is great. Um, so our stream of Portland was basically the, um, What's the phrase? Um, The tipping point to get Kakuna Matata to get a new phone. So, (laughs) For context. Our our stream setup is um, uh, basically the charging port dongles of uh, Apple and Android devices. So USB-C in the case of Android, um, lightning cable in the case of Apple devices. Both um,
1: from their respective port to HDMI.
0: To an HDMI cable that then feeds into the back of the computer where we can then capture that video, um, that video output.
1: Um I
0: believe we've talked about it before, but Kakuna Matata, um, the guy that runs PV Poke um at the time at the time had a phone so old it was still running micro USB. It's the the trapezoidal plug um that you would see on phones from uh probably 2015 to uh or, or probably no it's more like 2010 to 2019 to probably 2006 20 2006 to like maybe 2017 um this was in 20 February of 2020 yeah february 2020 um he had an old phone uh and apparently when he realized we were like i was like I don't remember the exact uh the exact dialogue that day, but it was something to the effect of, yeah, we can't plug it in. I'm like, why can't you plug it in? Uh it just it's not working. I'm like, what do you mean it's not working? It's not the right port. I'm like, wait, are you saying it's a not a USB C? But it's an Android, right? Yeah, it's an Android, but it's not a USB C. Are you saying it's a micro USB? He's using a, mic- yeah, with got a micro got up
1: from the board and looked around the yeah. curtain like, and I'm what? like
0: I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's ancient technology. Uh, okay. So, so like, on stream, and I, I have to, like, voice of God it or something in, in Portland and just be like, we will not be seeing Kakuna Matata's video. He is running an old phone.
1: And apparently this embarrassed <laughs> him enough to tell uh, Honda, yeah, I'm getting a new phone now. Something to that effect. It was... <laughs> it was uh, and Honda confirmed it with us. He's like, yeah. yeah, he went out and got a new phone, like, the next month.
0: Yeah, so, which, is, which is wild. <laughs>
1: Oh, and my so goodness. when I was hanging down on Sunday afternoon when Steve went to the Merc merch store, mm-hmm. he walks over and was talking with everybody. And he's like, hey, I know you from somewhere. I was like, yeah, we were the ones at Portland. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. You guys made fun of my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: God. just like, eh. uh, I hope his old phone is in a shallow phone grave. <laughs> oh goodness goodness gracious Uh, but if
1: not go give that guy some love on twitter go give him a follow go give him some donations on his patreon Mm -hmm. he does an amazing job for the community and we would not be anywhere where we are now without his support yeah
0: um yeah the resource honestly like um we did meet um uh briefly jerry seawolf Um, yes jerry 47 on reddit um um, you're
1: uh, nifty or thrifty article writer. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, we would not like the podcast would not be where it's at without the nifty or thrifty articles. Um, I've been in a bad habit of not reading them recently. Um, just cause of like release times of podcasts, the content we put out and the nifty or thrifty articles usually coming out days after. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was wonderful to meet him. Um, and you know, say thanks, and uh, we got a photo with him that's up on, or he got a photo with with us. his phone with us. Um, so it's kind of kind it's of out awesome there on to, the Twitter. Yeah, kind of awesome to, to me see and my that.
1: weird leg at an angle.
0: It does kind of look like you have a broken leg, but you know, <laughs> that's why you stand at a slight angle so that one, it's slimming, and two, your legs are straight.
1: <laughs> we also had uh, Sp. Pollock and his kid hang out.
0: Yep, we saw them. They were in the middle of their um they were in the middle of their GoFest festivities while we were just sort of hanging out, so they
1: And then a couple other people from our podcast that listened came up and said hi. I
0: can't remember if it's Ros- Rocco is it Rocco or Roscoe?
1: I'm not sure and I'm gonna feel like we're doing a terrible oh, disservice by not remembering. I'm
0: sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um but yeah, they uh they recognized the, the logo. Um Would have been a little more recognizable, but things are incoming. Um,
1: Yeah, unfortunately, our patches didn't make it in time. Yeah, Um, and I'm going to have to cut that cuff sleeve off those. Okay, that was like strangulating.
0: I kind of wondered. It was like you're like it's the only one. It's the only size that'll fit, and I'm like,
2: yeah, which worked out really well.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, I I'm glad that it fit. Uh, Um, because there was no other there was no other (laughs) lab coat on Amazon that had a five (laughs) X. All of them were like three XL max, and I'm like, I don't think that's gonna work. Yeah.
1: So, um, but other pros and cons, I do agree. We do it again. We do Friday or Saturday. We're not waiting till Sunday. No. If you are going down just for one day and you're doing Sunday, that works great. Mm-hmm. But us being there for three days, I feel like by the third day, after all the walking and all the all the the heat, wasn't the best. I mean, it's not what it is now this week, but.
0: This week is 90s plus. Yeah. Um,
1: But with all the walking and I wasn't quite sleeping well in the bed. It was really stiff and a mm -hmm. very firm mattress. Mm -hmm. Um, Between that and all the walking and then all the work we did on Saturday, by Sunday, I was just dead. Like I was having a hard time focusing. I was it was at one point I had I was like I had trouble getting off the toilet in the bathroom. I was so tired.
0: Yeah, you were making mention that you were <laughs> hitting a, a a restroom there at the venue, or um, a restroom there at the park, um, and that you <laughs> had to take a
1: little longer to to get to up, get out up of and it. off yeah. the toilet. I was like, ah, yeah. help me! You
0: you find the you find the right stall with the ADA ADA handrailings because you're
1: gonna need them. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but. I think if we do go again Friday or Saturday, mm-hmm. depending on where we go, if we go out of town, maybe Saturday. Maybe I don't. I don't because I don't want to ghost. I don't. With Friday, with here in town, mm-hmm. Friday is fine because we don't have to go very far. Uh-huh. But if we're traveling, having it be on Friday, something happening with flights or any weird situations, yeah, I having think that it, buffer is helpful.
0: I think it changes our. If it's not in Seattle, it changes the schedule. Yeah. Um Like I, I know I would want to be there for as many days as possible, so I would basically take days off. Right. Um, I'm not against taking a, a you know, Thursday, four Friday, or five day, Thursday, Friday, and then taking Monday off and flying back midday Monday. Um, still gonna be tired. Yeah. Still gonna have jet lag, all of that fun stuff, but it's gonna give more,
1: um, more time to enjoy the event more and time to enjoy surrounding the event, areas. Um, which it seems like a lot of people that came in from out of town were able to go and do something Seattle-y mm-hmm. and enjoy um, their time. I
0: think it was, I don't remember who I was saying, I think it was Bowling Bacon on Twitter was saying that some of her friends came from, um, Arkansas, Arkansas and they went to Mount Rainier and stuff too. Yeah. Um, which is like.
1: We've lived here, and I don't think I've ever been to Mount I've Rainier.
0: I've not been to Mount Rainier. I don't know if I want to do that climb. I mean, I've not done... There's gondolas. I've not done Mount Si. so... Um, and I live. I lived un, right underneath it, five-minute walk from one of the trailheads <laughs> back in the day, and I never, I never went up it. Um, at
1: this point, it's a tourist trap, and it's... Crawling with people.
0: Crawling with people, and I don't even want to try it.
1: But to round out my pros and cons, again, I think doing earlier in the week, if we're not doing other things would be a great benefit. Um, all in all, I had a great experience. Definitely would do it again. Uh, yeah, just, I'm still sore. My name is Jesse and I play Pokemon go. I hurt. (laughs) It's a real game. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's not something we can set at home and land party.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely beyond a land party. Um, for sure.
1: But there were times it did feel like we were hanging out in groups with people. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the one big thing I think that people took away from go fest is you met, you either met someone new or you met someone you already knew. And that connection is what the whole experience was about.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's definitely the social aspect for sure. Um, the, festival in park and then the go part outside the park i think i'd be really curious to see something like chicago where it's all in park um you know in a much bigger area um where you have the entire day in the zone um i'd like more of that maybe yeah um
1: seattle felt weird because it was like the park was understandable and that was fun but it did feel very condensed like we could finish a whole lap in less than 15 minutes if we yeah. really wanted to yeah yeah of the entirety of the park um i can't imagine if they did something because i've never been to chicago but something like green lake where it takes you a good half hour to encompass the whole park itself
0: green lakes there's no way unless you covered up the lake itself there's not enough no area but there. i'm saying a space
1: yeah. that size
0: yeah yeah i mean the the downside is seattle doesn't have that
1: no because it's um, seattle <clears throat> yeah
0: um and you know
1: as locals it's like even then we didn't really do much for the saddle experience i did save a bunch of the stuff that uh ken did recommend so maybe things to just do casually if we're out and about
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think in the future as far as like finding um
1: places to explore finding
0: places to explore going out and playing in in other areas um because like by the end of it we finished our in park. We went and had lunch, and we were basically dead tired. So we walked back into the the um the park with no spawns. The Seattle Center with no spawns. We hit the raids, um, kind of hung out in the arena, and then we're like, okay, let's go grab the car from the hotel and and head out. So um, and then
1: finished the last half hour in skate and <laughs> scooped up a couple things, but
0: yeah, um. I think I think the last half of the the, again, by the end of Sunday, we were dead tired. But I think playing that last half of Sunday, I think one of the downsides is it's just you and I and you and I play Pokemon Go all the time. So it doesn't feel like a special occasion or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think if we found a couple of other people that um, we don't normally play Pokemon Go with, I think we would have had maybe a little bit more of a, a. so kinda of like Exciting what you time. got
1: what you did with JMR and them on uh the, the GoFest Because you guys yeah. were trucking. I was relaxing and you guys yeah, like, I, because, twice.
0: Because I mean less less of like, you know, just running around <sighs> the park, but more of hanging out with people that you wouldn't normally hang out with. Right. Um and you'll have a little bit more of a special um experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. So um that would be, I think, my recommendation is connect with some people and, and not necessarily like make super solid plans where like you get really bummed if you miss out on people. But
1: uh. so, kind of finishing up the Go Fest section, I did ask on the socials what everyone's favorite experience was from Go Fest. Uh, a couple of the responses I got was one from Facebook from someone named River. Mm-hmm. My favorite memory was meeting a dog named Maddie. She was sweet, well mannered, like pets and was so soft. I need a dog like her. Not really go Vesper related, but that's their experience. That's what they said. Um, in our discord, I didn't get anything on Twitter. Unfortunately, just a bunch of likes on discord. We had bowling bacon respond with their favorite memory was meeting so many friends, including lots of them from the girls that PVP, uh, that they had never met in real life before. She, they mentioned they forgot to take a p- picture with a few of them. Uh, bowling got to meet Zoe two dots and Yaya from a couple of gaming. Uh, the other favorite memory was that two of their best friends came up from, like we mentioned from Arkansas and the, uh, Ethan proposed to Heather. Uh, it was a surprise to them that they had to keep quiet from their other friends for a few months. And it was super cool to see it happen. um, DeFi comments saying that they love the photo that they got with Bowling Bacon. And then Proto Man responding with they got a trade-in with Zoe Two Dots, and Enhoff. I didn't know he traded with Enhoff. Okay. So with Zoe he traded a Panpour for a Relicanth. And because it wasn't a special trade since uh, Proto had already gotten a Relicanth before, he traded at zero friendship, so I wonder what the IVs came out on that. And then with Enhoff, traded a Galarian Stunfisk, but I don't know what he traded it for. And, yeah, as far as responses for our comment, that's all I got. But, you know, great experience overall. If you couldn't make it to Go Fest, Understandable. It was, in my mind, more about the social experience than the game itself. Which I think is the overall... The goal, yeah. Um,
0: I think at this point we're talking in circles, aren't we? Yeah. In circles, in circles, in circles, in circles, in circles, in circles, circles monkey-wise, monkey-wise, monkey-wise. I hate to tell you this. I don't think I'm getting my battle in with uh, Jimmy Bow tonight. Yeah, deal with it. Um, kick me if you want. Um <coughs> take a step take a step back there HR I know you're next okay you're next <laughs> you're next um okay thank you everybody for tuning in to a extra long episode of the battle science podcast uh or I should say slightly longer than average battle science podcast uh um if you want to follow us on the youtubes uh go check out the unedited i think the 17 minute long uh unpack unpacking of uh, Pokemon Go TCG uh packs. Um, you can go to YouTube.com slash c slash no c or is it u c, uh YouTube.com slash c slash Battle Science. Um, as well as check out the video format of the podcasts there. Um, you can listen to the audio podcast in uh on podcast services anywhere. Uh, you listen to podcasts. Um, um, you can catch the podcasts and some content, um, other content, exclusive and or early uh, over at patreon.com slash battle science at a dollar tier or more um, and become a Patreon podcast producer uh, at the $5 tier or more. Um, what am I missing? Twitter at battle underscore science. Um, hopefully we'll do some more um, event live stream if we're getting more into in-person tournaments we'll hopefully be doing a couple more live streams from in-person tournaments um, there seemed to be a little bit of confusion as far as what battle science was that it was the battle science podcast was who was you know helping out and it's like no it's battle science just battle science battle science podcast is a piece of content we produce not the exclusive only thing that battle science does because um, back in the day, all Battle Science did was PvP streams, um, and then we did the podcast, and then PvP streams or uh, tournament streams, tournaments went away. So, and then we just did the podcast. So, and now we're back. We're back, baby. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, have a good weekend. Get catch up on sleep if you went to GoFest. Um, go through those uh, catches. Uh, Be prepared for Hisui uh, and Hisui and Pokemon uh, and the rest of the season of Go. We'll catch you out there on the battlefield.
1: Have a good night.